Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the InfoWars War Room. I'm your host, Harrison Smith. Big show we have for you here today. Glad you're here with us. Lots to talk about. Thought maybe we would just start off this opening five-minute segment just by going through the stack, the stack of news I have here. Tell you what we're going to get into. Just read you some headlines here. First from Popular Mechanics. Don't you love when the headlines start with the word, oops, oops, scientists may have miscalculated our global warming timeline. Oh, whoopsies. Whoopsie daisy. Whoops, we instituted a bunch of tyrannical measures to combat something that doesn't exist. Whoopsies. Oopsie daisy. Sorry about your bloodline ending. Pesticide linked to reproductive issues found in Cheerios, Quaker Oats, and other oat-based foods. We mentioned this yesterday. Uh, major story broke. We're going to get a little bit more into it. The chemical chlormaquat being detected in basically all oat-based foods that have been imported from overseas. And it's a uh, puberty blocker. So there you go, trans kids, courtesy of your breakfast cereal. We're going to talk about what's going on in Armenia as they are warning of a full-scale war with Azerbaijan, which they've already been in conflict. And we're going to break down the bizarre uh, delineations, the, the bizarre lines in this war as we, we have some strange bedfellows in the geopolitical sphere. Israeli arms and drones quietly helped Azerbaijan retake Nagorno-Karabakh, which is the Armenian enclave. So again, we'll talk about our who, who our allies and who our enemies are in that little conflict. Contrary to what you would expect, we are on the side of the Antichrist. Middle-class Americans now own less wealth than the top 1%. That's right. The middle class has now been edged out by the one percenters. And actually, we have a uh, we have a graph that we'll look into here, and we'll see exactly how this took place. But yes, the top one percent of U.S. earners now have more wealth than the entire middle class. So the program is working exactly as intended. So there you go. They just passed it over. Now, if you see this chart all the way back in 1990, the top one percent of wealth owners had less than. 20% of the wealth, while the middle class had over 35%. But now that's uh, that's switched, and the 1% continues to grow their share of the wealth, while the middle class is deliberately liquidated, as they told you they were going to do. Woke California mayor who axed $10 million from cop budget now wants to fight crime. Berkeley, California axed $10 million from the liberal bastion's cop budget in 2020. But it's made an, ab an abrupt about-face and now wants to lead the charge against an alarming spike in crime. Don't worry, folks. The people who created the problem are now here to solve it. Israeli rappers appear to call for the deaths of Dua Lipa and Bella Hadid in a chart-topping song. Because if you uh, speak out against Israel, you deserve to die. That's the, <laughs> that's the lesson we're learning. And uh, we'll get into that in just a little bit. What Trump prosecutor Fannie Willis's bombastic testimony reveals about who really controls the courtroom. This is from Fox News. A little follow-up. We'll show you some reactions to the embarrassing display of hubris that we saw on the stand yesterday from old Fannie. Trump wants to fire thousands of government workers. Liberals are preparing to fight back if he wins. So, yes, massive networks of leftist federal agencies 
are putting laws into place and rules and restrictions that will prevent them from being fired if Donald Trump is elected. So the the real insurrection, the actual coup, is already having the groundwork laid. Again, Azerbaijan planning full-scale war, Armenia warns. We'll, we'll touch on that. We'll get into that as the mainstream media doesn't seem very interested in it. U.S. troops may, new, may soon be on the front line against Russia, warns Senator Coons. Well, I say warns, threatens, threatens Senator Coons. Give us money or we'll kill your children. That's the translation that I'm getting. Oh, and we're just barely scratching the surface here, folks. It's a big day. Stay with us. Hello, Americans. I want to share with you a story, a story about inflammation, the silent menace that lurks within our bodies, affecting our health and well-being. Inflammation, the root cause of countless ailments, quietly wreaking havoc over time. Long-term exposure to inflammation has been linked to a myriad of health issues, from heart disease to arthritis, even cognitive decline. But fear not, for there's a beacon of hope found in the wisdom of nature. A remedy that has stood the test of time, turmeric. And now I present to you Baudis from InfoWarsStore.com, a powerful blend crafted with precision, boasting 95% curcuminoids extracted from turmeric. It's good for your heart, your brain, everything. It is 40% off, back in stock, Baudis Ultimate Turmeric Formula, InfoWarsStore.com. Harrison Smith presents War Room on InfoWars. All right, welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Yes, uh, yet another war, this time in Azerbaijan, that we need to focus on. Pesticides in your breakfast cereal. We've got more information about the Kansas City gunman, the shooting at the Super Bowl parade. Which will really prove once and for all InfoWars really is tomorrow's news today. As if you watched the news yesterday, you're not going to learn anything new because we predicted all of it. We understood everything about it from just the, the mere context. But let's just continue through this uh, stack of headlines, shall we? That's what, thing is, I try to dive down. I try to dig into certain stories and topics and you know really explain them from a multifaceted view. But the way I experience this stuff is just like rapid fire headline after headline after headline, do the news gathering and just have a a giant list. And what I come away with, not anything in detail, but just a panoramic view of the corruption destroying Western society as a whole. So again, we've got pesticides in the, in the food. We've got Scientists admitting that they actually don't know anything about global warming and all of their measurements have been wrong going back literally centuries. We'll get into that. We'll get into that too. Middle class just being gutted and liquidated as the 1% solidifies its control. We've got Trump being persecuted uh, in a million different ways. They're now trying to fine Donald Trump $350 million. 
for nothing, for literally nothing. So we'll get into that. We also have this from modernity.news. EU suicide pack threatens to flood continent with 75 million more migrants. They call it the Soros plan. 75 million more migrants still, still just the tip of the iceberg. St. Louis Park Schools say parents can opt out, opt students out of LGBTQ plus books. This is taking place in Minnesota and there's actually another headline we'll get to here later in the stack, but it's a little bit misleading. The headline it says that Muslims can opt out. It's actually Muslims that were leading the charge and actually got this decision to be able to opt out. But anybody can opt out. It's not just for Muslims being able to opt out, but uh, they are the only ones who, at this point, can advocate something like that. So thank you. Thank you to the Muslims in St. Louis for stopping the indoctrination of our children. This is a long and and not particularly uh, new story, but it goes along with the middle-class Americans now owning less than the 1%. It's a book review or summation of the glass house, the 1% economy and the shattering of the all-American town, talking about how private equity has systematically eliminated small businesses in this country. Because it's all about consolidation, and we can tie that into the whole globalist scheme as they themselves lay out in their white papers. It's all about consolidation, centralization, and forming the entire society into a singular pyramid structure with the unelected oligarchs at the top controlling everything else through proxies and yeah, it's it's a pyramid, right? It's just a flow chart of control. We're going to touch on this too from Kellen McBreen, a massive and very important story Story at Infowars.com, warmongering background of Biden undersecretary Newland exposed. So we'll get into this when we talk about Russia, which will obviously be a big part of it. Another story by Kellen McBreen, the Great Reset didn't work, the case of electric vehicles. So we'll, we'll put that in with the stack of the climate scientists admitting they don't know anything and are completely wrong because they're completely divorced from reality. An FBI informant has been charged with lying about Biden bribes. So this was an FBI informant who was a whistleblower and blew the whistle on Joe Biden and uh, Hunter Biden. He's now been arrested. So, again, we'll get into that. We certainly will. Congress leaves Ukraine aid bill in limbo. But I remind you, if you don't vote for it, they will send your children to die on a European battlefield. Russian opposition leader Alexei Navalny dies in jail. This is probably the biggest story of the day, and we will certainly spend some time on this as we explore who exactly Navalny is, what he's been involved in. And my thing about this, I've looked into it and I've done research and we have videos to show you, as a lot of people are are, are talking about Navalny, obviously, now that he's apparently dead. It's one of those things where you go online and everybody that I hate is mourning Navalny. That that alone. When you see everybody from Ben Shapiro to Joe Biden talking about what a great hero this man was, a secular saint, if you will, I just have the feeling that he's a CIA asset bad actor 
And then, of course, you do research and you find out that's exactly true. But it's less about, like, knowing anything about him, but more of just like, okay, all of the worst people seem to love this guy. Everybody who is in favor of war and overthrowing our government and so we can be subsumed under a deep state unelected spy apparatus, they all love this guy. So we'll talk about him in just a second. Wall Street Journal tells readers, to save money, maybe you should skip breakfast. So this is kind of like, you know, it's a, it's apocryphal. It's not a true quote, but the, the story is the French Revolution. You had the Queen saying, you know, being told the peasants don't have enough money for bread, and she says, let them eat cake. Well, if they don't eat bread, they can just eat cake, showing how disconnected she is. It's almost worse. This is almost worse. This is, uh, this is like being told, you know, the, the peasants can't afford bread. And the response is, well, then maybe they should eat less bread. Maybe they should just eat less. Maybe to deal with the incredible success of Bidenomics, you should just not eat as much food anymore. <laughs> well, we'll put this in the stack along with the, uh, middle class Americans own less wealth than the top 1%. We'll put that in the, economics pile. We'll get to that. Now, the White House has confirmed the U.S. has intelligence on Russian anti-satellite capability. So this is apparently that major threat. That means we have to send money to Ukraine. So just to review over the last two days, we have to send money to Ukraine because Russia has a super secret space technology. We have to send money to Ukraine because uh, a Russian stooge of the CIA died in prison. We have to send money to Ukraine because otherwise they'll send your sons to die fighting Russia on the battlefield. Meanwhile, more young people are on multiple psychiatric drugs study finds. A growing number of children and adolescents are being prescribed multiple psychiatric drugs drugs to take simultaneously, according to a new study. Because our country just can't do anything, right? Our children are drugged out. Our parades get shot up. Our breakfast cereal poisons us, but that's fine because our economy is so bad we can't afford breakfast anymore. <laughs> okay. Two, two teenagers have been charged in Kansas City Super Bowl parade shooting. Two teenagers. Two people under the age of 18. Now look. I know, I know it might sound liberal for me to say this. I know this sounds like a, a leftist talking point. But when you're talking about gun control, I, frankly, I'm in favor of gun control that says children can't buy guns. I don't think children should be able to buy guns. I think that should be illegal. I think children with guns should be illegal. What's that? Okay, I'm just getting a note that that is illegal, that is against the law, and that we don't need any more laws to stop something that's already illegal. Okay, never mind then. Oh, never mind. Right. So it's young people who could not legally purchase guns who had the guns. So now we need, apparently, according to liberals, more gun control to stop the thing that the current gun control already prohibits. Wonderful. We have more updates in Ukraine. Adivka, defenses collapse. Ukraine's evacuate in chaos before being encircled with Russia planting a flag in the very same place that Zelensky took a defiant selfie last October. So as we told you yesterday, Russia reigniting their war machine, starting to advance 
further into Ukraine because America refuses to allow Ukraine to have peace. EU committee passes migration pact dubbed Soros plan will result, re, will result in massive wave of migrants storming the EU borders. So this is the same story as this other one, this one from Gateway Pundit. EU suicide pact threatens to flood continent with 75 million more migrants. This is just, this is just funny. This bill has been in the news recently, but this story is from back in 2023. A new Florida bill could spell literal death for queer and trans citizens. They say Florida has somehow become an even more lethal place to live for queer and trans Americans thanks for the, thanks to the passage of two new bills. The first stipulates that child sexual abuse and acts of pedophilia may be punishable by the death penalty. Well, that's very strange. That's a strange thing to say. So if you put pedophiles to death, that represents an existential threat to trans people and gay people. What's the connection there, I wonder? So this, of course, is in the news because I think, uh, is it Idaho or Iowa? I think it's Idaho just passed a law saying that you can put sexual predators to death if their victim is under the age of 12. This, of course, obviously a direct attack on trans and gay people uh, who are closely aligned, I suppose, with uh, pedophiles. So there you go. S- uh, Seattle students are told it's white supremacy to love reading and writing. And these headlines used to shock me, these types of headlines. But we know now everything is white supremacy, absolutely everything. And at this point, I'm kind of starting to believe them. I'm kind of starting to believe them. I think there might be something intrinsically white about reading and writing and loving the classics and reading for fun and writing in English that is comprehensible. It's all very white. So again, we'll we'll touch on that in just a little bit. Just know, fight white supremacy, be an illiterate moron. Biden hopes to God Navalny's death in Russia in a Russian prison forces the House to fund the Ukraine war. Just, uh, okay. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you know, I guess, I guess, I, you know, where do you, what do you, where do you even start with this, right? Where do you, where, I don't even know. I don't even know. I mean, do you start with just the targeted assassinations that have gone on through history as a key component of Western democracy itself and the intelligence agencies, the operations they've carried out decade over decade, killing the opposition as a convenient and efficient way of stopping movements. Do you point out the obvious hypocrisy in this with the main opposition leader here in America, Donald Trump, facing hundreds of years in prison for completely fabricated crimes? Do you point out the January 6 prisoners that have been held in solitary confinement or driven to suicide because of the, the persecution they faced under the American regime? Do you get into how Navalny himself is not some innocent actor, some innocent protester, but was in fact funded and ordered and organized by the American intelligence community? 
I don't know where we'll start, but we'll get into that, certainly. So here's that headline I was uh, mentioning earlier. It's a little bit misleading, but more true than not. South Park, uh, South Lewis Park in Minnesota agrees to let Muslim families opt out of LGBT curriculum. So, yeah, we have a sacred obligation to teach the principles of our faith to our children without being undermined by the schools, said one of the parents. Of course, as a Muslim, that's a heroic and respectable position to have. If a Christian says it, it's fascism and white supremacy. So we'll we'll try to determine the exact nuances there. What the media won't tell you about Alexei Navalny. We'll get into this story from the National Pulse. Again, getting into exactly who this guy was and why he was in prison in the first place. Special counsel charges FBI informant with lying to the Bureau about Hunter and Joe Biden. And this from Germany's interior minister, quote, no one who donates to a right-wing extremist party should remain undetected. So in this case, the AFD is the most popular party in Germany as of the latest elections. And as respecters and lovers of democracy, they're doing everything they can to make it illegal to support that organization. So most popular party in the country, if you donate to them, you'll be put on a watch list and you'll be spied on and investigated as a potential domestic terrorist in Germany. So they're a little bit ahead of us, but we are certainly on the same road that they are. So that's the news. That These are the headlines that we're going to get into and cover, and we have a lot of videos to go along with all of them. And, of course, we've got political corruption. We've got reading and writing as white supremacy. We've got children with guns shooting up parades, and so you have to give up your guns, and we have to get more gun control, even though the gun control that already exists should have and didn't stop it. We've got the EU opening up its borders to tens of millions more migrants to flood their already overwhelmed immigration system and opposing it or voting for a party that promises to reverse that trend uh, will get you labeled as a domestic terrorist and spied on by the intel agencies in Germany. Children on psychiatric drugs, breakfast cereal, turning you gay, and Fanny Willis acting like a complete moron and being celebrated for it. It's all just terrible. <laughs> but let's let's take it even farther, shall we? Let's take a look at the scientific horrors that are being prepared for all of us as we move into this brave new world of chaos and misery. Clip number 17 is yet another yet another quarter in the Alex Jones was right jar monkey human hybrids are in fact real let's watch Serious ethical issues are being raised after it emerged that U.S. and Chinese scientists have implanted human cells into monkey embryos for practical ethics I asked her if we should see the embryos as human at all I think um when we create an organism that is a mix between uh, a human and a monkey, we're really not sure at all what sort of organism we have created. I mean, is it a human? Is it a monkey? Is it something in between? Um, and that raises ethical issues because we don't know how we should treat these creatures ethically. Can we 
simply use them in scientific experiments? Can we destroy them in experiments when we really don't know what sort of organism they are? About um, us not being sure what sort of organism we create, how we should treat it, is not so much of a problem uh, for the research we're discussing here, because in that research, as you mentioned, the human monkey chimeras. What an ethical mess! According to two papers published in National Science Review, scientists in China have successfully cloned monkeys with genetic disease symptoms. Researchers from the Chinese Academy of Sciences used the CRISPR-Cas9 method on in vitro fertilized monkey embryos. With no BMAL1 to help manage their circadian rhythm, the resulting monkeys exhibited a wide range. After taking a fibroblast from the gene-edited monkey, scientists used somatic cell nuclear transfer to replace the nucleus of a monkey egg cell with a fibroblast nucleus. 325 embryos were implanted in 65 surrogate monkeys. All five cloned monkeys carried the altered BMAL1 gene introduced in the donor monkey. For biologists, this term describes any organism whose body consists of cells from two different organisms. Why am I telling you about this tonight? Because scientists recently tried creating the world's first human monkey chimera. This is exactly what scientists. They integrated human cells into the embryos of a macaque monkey. In simple terms, they created embryos that were part monkey and part human. What happened next? The embryos were grown in the open in a laboratory for 20 days. About it. We still don't fully know what the drawbacks or benefits of creating a human-monkey hybrid could be. But wow, what an interesting question! What what are the benefits and drawbacks? I guess the benefit would be that you could have a semi-conscious slave race of monster people that can do your bidding and yet not be given the consideration of and and you know respect and human rights that humans. Deserve that would be the the benefit is the slave race of monkey people. Uh, the the downside would be that you're opening up Pandora's box and unleashing a horrifying evil on the earth. I guess that I guess it's those two, and it reminds me of the book from C.S. Lewis called The Screw Tape Letters. In the very first discussion in that book, first conversation, all the way back in the 1930s, I believe it was published, or the 40s at the latest. But a little under a hundred years ago, the first conversation they have is about splicing monkey DNA with human DNA in order to extend active life. Right? It can make you younger, young monkeys. And the response from the protagonist of the book is, "I'd rather be an old man than a young monkey." So this is a moral dilemma that's been puzzled over. For a hundred years, but we're not going to let any sort of moral, ethical, just horrors stop us from pursuing this insane new technology. As this is what's public, this is what's been announced by these people. You can only guess what they have hidden in the labs around the world. And of course, Alex Jones has been talking about this. For decades, and it was decades ago that they first successfully cloned monkey DNA with human DNA. 
or goat DNA with spider DNA. They've been doing this for decades. And you have to ask yourself why. Why, why, why? Why are they doing this? Well, it has to do with eliminating the concept of human rights and actually literally creating non or less than subhuman creatures that you don't have to propagandize, that you don't have to, you know, respect their free will. And they're not fully human. So you can do with them what you will. The ultimate dream of the globalist psychopaths. So we'll be back on the other side to break some of this down. We'll probably start with Alexei Nalvani and who he really is, what he really represents. Stay tuned. Go to InfoWarsStore.com to support everything that we do here. It's going to be Open Line Friday, too. We'll probably open up the phone lines maybe in the next segment. Nice and early today, so get ready for that. We'll be taking calls from new callers. I want to see some some fresh names on the list. Hello, Americans. I want to share with you a story. A story about inflammation, the silent menace that lurks within our bodies, affecting our health and well-being. Inflammation, the root cause of countless ailments, quietly wreaking havoc over time. Long-term exposure to inflammation has been linked to a myriad of health issues, from heart disease to arthritis, even cognitive decline. But fear not, for there's a beacon of hope found in the wisdom of nature. A remedy that has stood the test of time, turmeric. And now I present to you Baudis from InfoWarsStore.com, a powerful blend crafted with precision, boasting 95% curcuminoids extracted from turmeric. It's good for your heart, your brain, everything. It is 40% off, back in stock, Baudis Ultimate Turmeric Formula, InfoWarsStore.com. I have been in a 28-year marathon battle with a globalist. I have come from nowhere to the very heights of politics, not just in America, but in the world. We are engaging the globalist at point-blank range in the information war. But I don't deserve the credit. Yes, I've persevered, but the listeners and viewers who support InfoWars are the real reason we've had the success. We're having now the greatest victories in the fight against the new world order we've ever had. We are now entering the final mile of the marathon. And that's why today it's more important than ever to realize how important you've been in this fight and to continue in the efforts you've been carrying out and to intensify them. God bless you all. I salute you. I thank you. And I beg you to intensify what you're doing now because we are over the target and history is happening. The fight is my fight. It's your fight. It's our fight. God bless you all. 29 years on air. All I've wanted to do was warn the people about the globalist. And I've done the best job I can to tell the truth and been accurate. And we are on record as the most accurate there are. And I've tried to sell products to fund ourselves. Unlike other communist revolutionaries that rob banks and kidnap people, we don't do that. We try to bring you products that really work. And ladies and gentlemen, I'm scared of this product. It's so powerful. This is the breakdown product after your cells process it of folic acid, methyl folate with high quality organic 
complex. This stuff is rocket fuel. It's not a stimulant. It energizes your cells, and then everything else you take just supercharges it. It's so insane. It's foundational energy, the strongest formula out there at InfoWarsStore.com. It doesn't just energize this operation against the tyrants. It energizes you. Get foundational energy now. A lot of listeners have complained in the last two years that our amazing, high-quality coffee has not been available. And that's because the prices went up too high for the raw beans and the quality had gone down some. I turned down so many companies that wanted to work with us. But now we have brought back the coffee, and it's even better from a national supplier that's veteran-owned and veteran-operated. It's powered by the company Minuteman Coffee. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the best-tasting, best-smelling, strongest coffee that I have ever drank. It is game-changing. All you got to do is buy a bag of it and try it. I know you're going to be hooked, which will then fund your Operation A360 win. Go to InfoWarsStore.com right now for Escape to Prison Planet Light Roast. That's the strongest. The amazing Medium Roast Wake of America. And finally, the best-tasting Dark Roast Tip of the Spear, now exclusively available at InfoWarsStore.com. Get your coffee now. Infowars.com forward slash show. The war room with Harrison Smith, where the shields of truth are forged in the fires of inquiry. Russian opposition leader Alexei Nalvani has reportedly died in an Arctic penal colony. Western media and politicians are predictably lionizing him as a free spirit and martyr for democracy, but the truth about the 47-year-old is a little bit more complex. This story, by the way, from Jack Montgomery for the National Pulse, what the media won't tell you about Alexei Nalvani, continues, a political chameleon, he spent his final years as a staunch critic of the Ukraine war, advocating for Russia to pay reparations and legalize gay marriage knowing as a prisoner of the Kremlin that his prospects depended entirely on currying favor with the Western establishment and hoping for Putin to come to a sticky end. Things were quite different, however, when he was a younger man with a real presence in domestic politics. Back then, Nalvani positioned himself to Putin's right, tying up Russian march activists more concerned with protesting demographic change than corruption. Immigrants from Central Asia bring in drugs. Uh, from Central Asia, bring in drugs, he said in 2012, remarks that would have earned him the lifelong enmity of Western media political class if he'd been an American candidate expressing the same sentiments about, say, Mexicans. He's gone much farther than that, too. Like the Russian March activist he allied with, he advocates a, quote, Russia for ethnic Russians and once posted a video of, of himself dressed as a dentist comparing migrants to cavities in need of removal. He peppered his pitch with photographs of corpses Nazi iconography, and a graphic video of a cartoon character having its lower jaw ripped off. It remains present on his YouTube page to this day and was so objectionable to the Western left that Amnesty International temporarily stripped him of his, quote, prisoner of conscience status when people began pointing it out years after the fact. And it goes on and on, his uh, activities that would, in any other circumstance, make him a staunch enemy of the Western hegemony, but in this case, it was less about what he believes and more about how useful he was as a tool to overthrow Putin, which is obviously the goal in all of this. 
Biden hopes to God Navalny's death in Russian prison forces House to fund Ukraine war. So we'll go to these clips of uh, President Joe Biden now. Of course, he comes out to make a very strong statement about this. No statement about Gonzalo Lira, the American journalist imprisoned in Ukraine for his free speech who was murdered there. No presidential press conference in the White House for that. No outrage and call for reparations for that murder of an actual innocent guy with no power operating on his own in prison for his speech trying to flee Ukraine and instead thrown in a jail cell that he never left and that's the you know like I said if you know nothing else about Alexei Nalvani if you were to just peruse social media you see people on both sides of the aisle celebrating this guy like like a saint, like Martin Luther King, like a, a Charles de Gaulle, somebody standing up against this despicable tyranny. And yet it's people on both sides of the aisle, all of the worst, all of the worst people. And it's just one of those things about the, the modern age where when you have people like Ben Shapiro and Joe Biden both saying the same thing, you know that it's not true. <laughs> when they both treat somebody like a, like a saint, like a hero, like a civil rights activist who should have his, his statue in Union Station, you know that he's the guy's probably a scumbag. I mean, that's just how it is. And it, I mean, it sort of goes into to all this stuff, but somewhere, somewhere in this morass of news, there's the, there's, there's really just two camps. And the way I see it, and you might not agree with me if you're not a religious person, but it really is like, the pro-Christ versus the anti-Christ. And it's just, it's the side who actually cares about the things that Jesus talked about, about honesty and, and integrity and sacrifice, like real, actual self-sacrifice and humility and just being a good person for its own sake versus everything that's against that, which is like, Deception, thinking that the ends always justify the means, hubris, selfishness, greed. And it seems to me like all of the people celebrating Nalvani and, and mourning his death fall firmly on that Antichrist side. I don't believe anything these people say for very good reason. The number one reason is because of the arbitrariness to their – to who they, they claim to care about and what they claim to care about. So when it comes to Nalvani, again, you can compare it to any number of things. You can compare him to Donald Trump as a primary opposition leader being hounded by the entire establishment. You can compare him to January 6th prisoners who themselves have been 
arrested unfairly, denied a, a fair trial, placed in solitary confinement, tortured to a great degree, many of them driven to suicide because of the persecution against them. You could compare him to Gonzalo Lira in Ukraine, political prisoner, an American killed. And the people doing that are now very concerned about Russia's treatment of political distance. They, they now are expressing a, a heartfelt sadness at whoever this dude is being mistreated by Russia. I'm not even getting into whether he was mistreated by Russia or whether he deserved it or not or whether Russia's tyrannical. It doesn't even have anything to do with that. I'm talking about the reaction from the people in America who do exactly the same thing to a slightly lesser degree, but for all intents and purposes, silencing dissidents by any means necessary, up to and including killing your political enemies when you can get away with it. So we'll go to some clips on the other side of uh, Joe Biden giving his press conference, taking to the podium, feeling it necessary to mourn this guy who, as far as I can tell, they only like because he was useful to him. They don't actually care about this guy, just like they don't actually care about Gonzalo Lira. They don't actually care about any of this. They don't actually care. He's useful to them. And even in his death, they'll exploit him to get whatever political advantage they think they can glean from it. So yet again, I don't, you know, even without doing research into this guy, without looking into whether he was treated fairly by Russia and, and, you know, given a, a fair trial or whatever. It's like, I don't have to know about Russia to know that in America, we don't have fair trials. In America, political dissidents are imprisoned. In America, the primary political opposition to the ruling party is being charged with like nine different crimes at the same time, each one more baseless than the next. So who cares about what's going on in Russia? Who gives a damn? It doesn't matter. In all likelihood and and at first blush and just my first interpretation is this dude was almost certainly a CIA asset plant who was the main point man in an attempted color revolution overthrow of the Putin regime. And Putin was probably right to want to put him in jail. More right than the American regime is for putting, you know, some father of seven in jail for protesting abortion. So I don't even care about Alexa Novani, but we'll get into it on the other side. Ladies and gentlemen, we're in a war against the globalist, and people can't identify who's a patriot and who isn't. We want to identify as pro-human and anti-globalist. We want to let people know we're 1776 Part 2. That's why I designed this amazing 1776 red, white, and blue Gadsden flag shirt so you can support the info war and meet like-minded people everywhere when you wear it. When you wear these shirts, it creates an amazing amount of energy, and it's quite the adventure. So get your 1776 
red shirt right now at InfoWarsStore.com. And get your Team Humanity InfoWars limited edition shirt right now at InfoWarsStore.com. Ladies and gentlemen, this is antithetical, the complete opposite of what the globalists are pushing. So get both the Team Humanity and the 1776 Gadsden Snake shirts limited edition at InfoWarsStore.com right now. Spread the word, meet like-minded people, and fund the 1776 revolution worldwide. But folks, we're standing up for our rights. We're standing up for your rights. We're standing up for all of our freedoms and our children. If you don't spread the word about the broadcast, if you don't share the links, if you don't buy products at InfoWarsStore.com, then I'm not griping at you. I'm just saying, what are you doing? Less than 1% of you ever buy a product at InfoWarsStore.com. If just a half a percent more would go buy a book or a film or a t-shirt or get some of our great supplements and then reorder them because they really work. Just try it. We would be able to do so many things. I'm praying to God that he'll touch your heart to decide to support us. Infowarstore.com. It's been sold out. It's back in stock. Reformulated even stronger. Nitric boost to clean out your blood and your whole body. Vasodilation. It's got a lot of wonderful side effects, and I mean good ones. I'm going to leave it at that. It is powerful, so be careful with it. Next Level Foundational Energy, InfoWarsStore.com or 888-253-3139. Hello, Americans. I want to share with you a story. A story about inflammation, the silent menace that lurks within our bodies, affecting our health and well-being. Inflammation, the root cause of countless ailments, quietly wreaking havoc over time. Long-term exposure to inflammation has been linked to a myriad of health issues, from heart disease to arthritis, even cognitive decline. But fear not, for there's a beacon of hope found in the wisdom of nature, a remedy that has stood the test of time, turmeric. And now I present to you Baudis from InfoWarsStore.com, a powerful blend crafted with precision, boasting 95% curcuminoids extracted from turmeric. It's good for your heart, your brain, everything. It is 40% off, back in stock, body's ultimate turmeric formula, InfoWarsStore.com. Please go to InfoWarsStore.com and get amazing products like Next Level Foundational Energy. I don't have time to tell you about it. Just go research it. It is incredible. Just get it and you will be amazed. And then at least you know you're funding the operation. Get a copy of my book. That keeps me on air. Signed or unsigned. Fundraiser is a signed copy. The Great Awakening. The plan to defeat the globalists and launch the next renaissance. Infowarsstore.com or 888-253-3139. In a galaxy of endless energy needs, the power of TurboForce rises above the rest. The force that propels you to tackle your day and face the dark side of fatigue. TurboForce ensures you stay sharp, alert, and at the top of your game. Don't let fatigue pull you into the dark side. Be the hero of your own saga. Harness the power, feel the rush, and take control with TurboForce. Visit InfoWarsStore.com today, and may the TurboForce be with you. Infowars.com forward slash show. All right, welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Yes, Joe Biden took to the podium today. A brave effort to speak for several minutes uninterrupted. 
an incredible success. This beleaguered regime. But he got up to to mourn and to demand money because of the death of Alexei Nalvani. Now again, national polls broke down how strange it is that this guy would be a champion of the liberal left American wing as throughout his career he has championed things that are diametrically opposed to everything they believe, but that he switched up what he believed from time to time. And we'll go to some videos that expose that. But first, let's go to President Biden here. We'll listen to uh, what he has to say. I'm going to try to I'm going to try to go beyond just pointing out the blatant and infuriating hypocrisy on display here. Try to get into what this really means. But let's go now to the president of the United States mourning this Russian activist. Let's watch. Good afternoon. I, uh, I'm heading off to East Palestine at the moment, but I wanted to say a few things this morning about uh, Alexei Navalny. You know, like millions of people around the world, I'm literally both not surprised and outraged by the news. Reported death of Alexei Navalny. He bravely stood up uh, to the corruption, the violence, and the the, all the all the bad things that the Putin government was doing. In response, Putin had him poisoned. He had him arrested. He had him prosecuted for fabricated crimes. He sentenced him to prison. He was held in isolation. Even all that didn't stop him from calling out Putin's lies. Even in prison, he was a powerful voice for the truth, which is kind of amazing when you think about it. And he could have lived safely in exile after the assassination attempt on him in 2020, which nearly killed him, I might add. And but he uh, he was traveling outside the country at the time. Instead, he returned to Russia, he returned to Russia, knowing he'd likely be imprisoned or even killed if he continued his work. But he did it anyway because he believed so deeply in his country, in Russia. Reports of his death, if they're true, and I have no reason to believe they're not, Russian authorities are going to tell their own story. But make no mistake, make no mistake, Putin is responsible for Navalny's death. Putin is responsible. What has happened? Putin is responsible. The buck stops with him. Again, I mean, obviously, the the, the hypocrisy is overwhelming. It is uh, absurd. When you have one dude who is from Russia originally but was educated in the West, spent most of his time in America and Western Europe, only to return to Russia with suitcases full of George Soros cash to try to overthrow Putin on behalf of the Western hegemony, rings a little bit hollow. The outrage, especially when compared with the literal hundreds of American citizens who are, as I speak, rotting in jail cells, denied speedy trials, kept in solitary confinement and isolation. Like Owen Schroyer, who spent months in prison 
for saying that he thought the election was stolen. It all just rings so hollow. So again, it's not even about Alexei Navalny. It's not about Putin and whether he's bad or not. I couldn't care less. Really couldn't care less. It's about the performative, really sickening hypocrisy from the American media. Not a single media outlet, not a single politician, as far as I know, has ever mentioned the name Gonzalo Lira. Now, Gonzalo Lira wasn't a political leader. He didn't have well-advertised designs to overthrow the regime of Ukraine. He wasn't funded by Russia to go into Ukraine and try to start a color revolution. Alexei Novani was all of these things, which would mean that his imprisonment, not his death, but his imprisonment would be much more well justified than the death of Gonzalo Lira, who was an independent journalist, did nothing, hurt no one, had no political ambitions, and yet was thrown into prison in Ukraine and killed. By the way, for our radio listeners, you should be tuning in. Can we keep that list going? Because the crew is scrolling through a list of people indicted and imprisoned for January 6th, and it is endless. We're only at the D's. Going alphabetically, we're only at the D's, and it just goes on and on and on and on and on. So for for these people to get up and try to virtue signal their outrage at the mistreatment of this poor Russian activist, it doesn't just ring hollow, it's an insult. You should be insulted that they think so little of you that they think you can be swayed by this. And I guess the, I guess the one liberal thing he did was he, he wanted to bring homosexuality to Russia. So obviously he is a, he should be a canonized saint in our secular religion under the rainbow flag. But let's continue. Uh, Joe Biden then used this death just like they used him in life to try to continue the war of aggression against Russia. Let's go to clip two here. He was brave. He was principled. He was dedicated to building a Russia where the rule of law existed and where it applied to everybody. Navalny believed in that Russia, that Russia. He knew it was a cause worth fighting for and obviously even dying for. This tragedy reminds us of the stakes of this moment. We had to provide the funding so Ukraine can keep defending itself against Putin's vicious onslaughts and war crimes. You know. Yeah. Yeah, we know. We know, Joe. We got to send $60 billion to Ukraine. Otherwise, you know, Putin might arrest more CIA agents. We can't have that. Now, Joe Biden's not a man to let an opportunity go to waste. So, of course, as is his want, he was in front of cameras and behind the podium early in the day, fresh, you know, from a, from a good night of sleep. So he didn't want to let that opportunity pass without showing us how uh, brain dead and incompetent he truly is. Let's go now to clip number three, uh, Joe Biden trying desperately to think. Uh, 
I guess I should clear my mind here a little bit and not say what I'm really thinking, but let me be clear. <laughs> Needs to clear his mind. There's too much going on in there. There's too much uh, happening in the mind of Joe Biden. He's, he's all over the place. <sighs> you realize I would be fired. I would be fired if I did what Joe Biden does. I, I, the way he acts, you would be fired from any job. But he is the most powerful man in the Western world, apparently. And, of course, again, uh, you know, not only does all of this just ring utterly hollow, when you expand it out, too, as he's mentioning the Ukraine war and the funding that we're providing there, it's good to remind you that it's our administration under Obama that started this war in the first place. And they're not exactly shy about it. Let's go down to clip number four, where John Kerry... Uh, says exactly that. Says it wasn't Joe Biden corruptly trying to get a prosecutor fired because he was looking in to the business that Hunter Biden was involved in. It was all of us. Everyone in the Obama administration was making money out of Ukraine and wanted this prosecutor fired. Let's watch. I will tell you, because as secretary of state, I was deeply involved in this. All of us in the administration we're trying to get rid of that prosecutor from Obama to the secretary of state to the vice president. All of us were working on that. The ambassador and and we knew if Ukraine was going to survive and win the revolution in the end, the Maidan, they had to get rid of that prosecutor. And they did. Hmm. Yeah, just so just so, you know, just make it perfectly clear. It wasn't just Joe Biden being corrupt. We were all staging a color revolution we were all manipulating the politics of ukraine in order to drive it away from russia in order to wage our proxy war against vladimir putin and his regime of christians an incredible admission from john Kerry. hello americans i want to share with you a story a story about inflammation, the silent menace that lurks within our bodies, affecting our health and well-being. Inflammation, the root cause of countless ailments, quietly wreaking havoc over time. Long-term exposure to inflammation has been linked to a myriad of health issues, from heart disease to arthritis, even cognitive decline. But fear not, for there's a beacon of hope found in the wisdom of nature. A remedy that has stood the test of time, turmeric. And now I present to you Baudis from InfoWarsStore.com, a powerful blend crafted with precision, boasting 95% curcuminoids extracted from turmeric. It's good for your heart, your brain, everything. It is 40% off, back in stock, Baudis Ultimate Turmeric Formula, InfoWarsStore.com. I talk a lot about the great successes InfoWars has had. I don't think anybody can deny it. And it is because of listeners and viewers supporting us. But when we talk about the crew at InfoWars, people behind the scenes, the researchers, the writers, they really have been the MVPs in this fight. And when we look at Harrison Smith and Owen Schroyer and the hard work they engage in every day, five, six, seven days a week, it's really just incredible. So for myself and the whole InfoWars crew, I thank you for your past support. And I want to encourage you now to realize that InfoWars cannot stay on air if you do not support us. 
I know you spread the word. I know you pray for us. and That's wonderful. Keep doing it. But most viewers and listeners never go to InfoWarsStore.com and you never buy great products that enrich and empower your life all at the same time keep us on air. I know that less than 1% of our listeners actually go buy products at InfoWarsStore.com. If just 1% more of you took action and went to InfoWarsStore.com, our funding problems will be over. Please take action now. Infowars.com forward slash show. Navigating the maze of mainstream narratives, Harrison Smith finds the hidden paths in the war room. All right, folks, we'll finish up with Navalny here and then uh, open up the phone lines for your calls and get into what we know about the shooters from uh, Kansas City. But there, there is still more to say about Nalvani, again from the National Pulse article. Nalvani's anti-imperialist stance concerning the wars Putin has waged in Russia's n- near abroad also appears to be calculated. In 2011, he said the Russians, Belarusians, and Ukrainians were the only ones who would eventually be reunited after the Maidan revolution, which every time we mention Maidan, just, just remember, I don't have to go over it every time, but just remember it was a coup. This was a coup that was carried out with protesters funded by Soros, organized against the duly elected president of uh, Ukraine who didn't want to go with the EU agreement and was siding more with Russia. So they kicked him out of office and held a big protest. And then the Maidan-controlled buildings had snipers on the roof shooting at the Maidan protesters in a false flag massacre in order to galvanize international support for the coup that overthrew the duly elected president kicked off the whole Ukraine war that we now continue to fund and suffer through. Just a quick reminder there. So after the Maidan revolution sparked the first phase of the Ukraine war in 2014, he was equivocal, suggesting Russian intervention was wrong, but agreeing Crimea was essentially Russian and could not be handed back to Ukraine. Towards the end of his life, he changed his mind again, saying Crimea should indeed be handed back to Zelensky. The supposed supposed as evolution of his foreign policy position appears to be starker when we cast our minds back to 2008 when Russia invaded Georgia. Then, still a free man with his 2013 run for Moscow mayor still years in the future, he backed intervention to the hilt and even branded Georgians rodents. Who then was Alexei Nalvani, a, f- a firm opponent of Putin to be sure, and one who at times told the Western establishment what they wanted to hear. His true convictions, if he had any, we will never know. But what we do know is the convictions of the people rushing to present him as something he wasn't. And that, again, is the same point I'm making. The people who want to use Nalvani don't give a damn about to freedom, democracy, like the rule of law. These people are the ones violating it every chance they get. So just see it as what it is, a very simple power play. They want Putin gone. He was a useful tool to try to bring that about. So he was used and eventually killed for his efforts. Now we can go to clip number 10 here. This is an undercover video of Nalvani himself conspiring with an MI6 intelligence agent from the UK trying to get money to fund a color revolution in Ukraine. Let's watch. Clip 10. Says if we had more money, we would expand the opportunities, of course. I'm trying to project in my you know, fundraising effort and talking to people in the business community and so 
Alexei Nalvani uh, asking a foreign spy for 10 to 20 million dollars to carry out a campaign of propaganda and civil unrest to overthrow the Putin regime. I wonder if was Stuart Rhodes ever caught on camera conspiring with a, a foreign intelligence agent asking for money to uh, carry out a coup in this country? No, nobody was sent to prison for uh, being near the Capitol on January 6th, for being in communication months before with somebody who walked through the crowd into the Capitol. Does it all not ring a bit hollow? Can we not see through the cynical exploitation of your emotions that they're trying to do to get more money for more wars to overthrow Putin for their own... Means. Hey, let me start by saying you do a great show. Thank you. And let me point out that I took X2 iodine. I started taking that stuff. The best iodine I think I ever found is what you guys are selling. When did you start taking and it? I, about four years ago, I had high blood pressure, and I was on blood pressure medicine. Mm-hmm. And I started eating a little better, but my blood pressure stayed high. And when I took X2 iodine, after about three or four weeks, I think my body detoxified of a bunch of metals and stuff that my body was storing. And my blood pressure came down to perfect level. And I tell people the only thing I did was X2 iodine. And even though I do think all your other products are good, I recommend to anybody that they start with X2 iodine because it detoxifies your body and kind of kicks your natural DNA in, into uh, full force. So in my in my life, I found X2 iodine the best. I tried other iodines and they didn't have the same effect. But so X2 iodine, I really wanted to point that out. Smith is where the shields of truth are forged in the fires of inquiry. All right, welcome back, folks. This is The War Room. I'm going to go ahead and open up the phone lines for your calls. I'd like to request that if you are a regular caller or if you've called in and been on the show before, hold off on calling in right now. I would like to get new callers and hear from people that we haven't heard from before. So if you've never called in, Now's your opportunity to call in and uh, not hopefully have to wait on hold for too long as we move into some of these other topics. And if there's any topics that you want to discuss from the headlines I read in the first segment, things I mentioned that you have insight into or whatever, give us a call, 1-877-789-2539, 1-877-789-2539. Operators are standing by. <laughs> yeah, I saw that, guys. <laughs> Operate, phone operators are standing by to take your phone calls. <laughs> that was quick. That was, that was a quick fix. Well done. one 789 So moving on from uh, Alexei Nalvani, 
staying in the realm of Russia and Ukraine. Very interesting story from Kellen McBreen on Infowars.com. Warmongering background of Biden undersecretary Newland exposed. Ukrainian filmmaker Igor Lopotonak, uh, Loko, <laughs> Lopotonak, Lopotonak posted a viral video a viral Twitter thread on Wednesday highlighting the nefarious background of Joe Biden's undersecretary of state for political affairs, Victoria Newland, as the director and producer of Ukraine on Fire, a documentary featuring legendary filmmaker Oliver Stone. Lopotonok has been following the Western Revolution in Ukraine for nearly a decade. Beginning his Twitter thread on Newland, the filmmaker explained her grandparents were from Moldova and Belarus, which may make things personal for her. Toria Newland's real fa- uh, father's real name was Noodleman. Her father's parents were born in Moldova and Belarus. This is how everything that happens in Ukraine is a retaliation on Russia. It's a personal vendetta for Toria. Throughout Newland's career, she's been a foreign service officer serving in embassies in Moscow, Mongolia, and China under the tutelage of warmongers like Dick Cheney. Newland became an expert at helping the military-industrial complex continue their endless wars. Newland, friends call her Toria, Spent her entire career as a foreign service officer. She served in embassies in Moscow, Mongolia, and China, but her passion she found in serving the interest of the endless war. Here's Dick Cheney swearing Toria in to serve in the State Department. Lobotonic believes Newland began working with the CIA after a stint on a, quote, Soviet Union fishing ship in the 1980s. Yeah, nothing suspicious about Victoria Newland taking a summer job on a Soviet fishing ship. After this, she worked for the American Democrat President Bill Clinton, where she led negotiations with former president of the Federal Reserve of Yugoslavia, Slobodan Milosevic, while NATO bombed the nation in 1999. Next big thing in Toria's life as a warmonger and engineer of the Iraq War, together with her husband, Robert Kagan. Kagan is a top globalist social engineer and a founding member of the neoconservative think tank, the Project for the New American Century, and U.S. presidential foreign policy advisor under several administrations, one of the worst people in the world. I'll add as a personal aside. After Bill Clinton bombed Iraq in 1998, Kagan infamously said bombing Iraq isn't enough while pushing for American troops to land on the ground of the Arab nation. The Ukraine on Fire director suggested the Arab Spring also has Toria's fingerprints all over it before addressing her involvement in the Ukraine fiasco. Quote, I'm sure that the Arab Spring also has Toria fingerprints all over, but let's go to Ukraine. My dear friend and great investive journalist Robert Perry wrote this in uh, 2014. Well, in 2012, Newland was allegedly a part of a failed attempt to spark a revolution in Russia. Russian opposition leader Alexei Nalvani was reportedly one of her assets, and the operation was being overseen by then-U.S. Secretary of State Hillary Clinton. So there's the connection to Nalvani and Ambassador Mick Fall, who was also um, you know, very, very emotional, very upset about the uh, death of Nalvani. The director also posted a link to his documentary and provided a few additional links for people to research before Twitter CEO Elon Musk commented interesting thread on the post. This is actually from uh, last February. So this was posted a year ago, but it's worth revisiting in the wake of uh, Nalvani's death, reminding everyone that he was, in fact, an asset of the American State Department who is and has been for years hell-bent on getting America into all sorts of wars for their own personal Vendettas. This is exactly how Victoria Newland, acting in favor of Hillary Clinton, was inserting Christopher Steele dossier on Donald Trump into the State Department excerpt from a documentary revealing Ukraine. And you understand all of this is connected, all of it's intertwined. There's a reason that 
they chose Russia to be the boogeyman in 2016 to claim that Trump was a, a Russian puppet. You get that this is a this is psychological priming for the eventual open conflict with Russia. The clandestine conflict had been going on for years and years. Hillary Clinton as Secretary of State under Obama, and my interpretation of this, she had the reset button. The way the globalists work is if you come willingly along, they prefer that. They prefer you to willingly lock yourself in the cage. They prefer countries like Russia to willingly subsume their national interest under the globalist agenda. And so they'll go there and say, oh, this is a reset button. We got a reset button. We're going to click it together. And uh, I think it was Lavrov, the foreign minister at the time, going, okay, thank you for the button, but uh, we have business to get to. And so they wanted to bring Russia under the confine, you know, maybe get some World Economic Forum actors in your in your administration, maybe let us seed and, and, you know, infiltrate into your power structures, our subversive agents. And Russia didn't want to let them do that. And so the Ukraine coup was launched and the NATO advancement was accelerated. So you can come along nicely with the globalist and they'll pretend to be your friend. But if you rebuff them, then it's knives out, claws out, full on offensive. And that's more or less uh, what happened here. But you can see a similarity to the way Russia versus the West operate, not just in Ukraine, but there's a, a similarity to how things went down in the Middle East, where, you know, obviously it was most likely for the benefit of Israel, but the people that run America really wanted uh, Bashir al-Assad out of office. So... You know, the way they try to bring that about, we just had the disaster of the Iraq war and the Afghanistan war. So getting directly into a conflict in Syria probably wasn't on the table. It wouldn't be as easy to false flag us into uh, another endless war in the Middle East. So instead, they went with the subversive uh, clandestine strategy of starting ISIS, starting the Arab Spring, trying to make the overthrow of Bashir al-Assad which they had been projecting and and desiring for a long time, making it look like it was some sort of groundswell, grassroots campaign by the young people in the Middle East or, uh, you know, some sort of democratic mission by people that turned out to be ISIS. (laughs) So what happens is America loves to do things clandestinely. Israel loves to do things clandestinely. If they can carry out coups while remaining completely in the shadows, using puppets, using activists, funding disruptive and subversive groups secretly, even, you know, using international finance like the IMF to install control mechanisms in different countries. They prefer to do things clandestinely. They prefer to do things quietly from the shadows and then Russia basically stops them at a certain point. So it's the same thing that happened in Syria. It's the same thing that happened in Ukraine. So we we start ISIS. We start the Arab Spring. We, you know, false flag about chemical weapons, trying to get Bashar al-Assad out of office. Eventually, Russia just, like, calls up Bashad and, or Assad and is like, hey, do you, do you need jets? Can we just come in there with tanks and just put a stop to this? So this is the image I get. It's like the Americans 
And the globalists are, are like the weasels, sneaky little ferrets. They're trying to undermine everything. And then eventually, once they like get too close, the Russian bear just comes in and stomps them. Just goes, all right, we're sending the military in and we have an agreement with Syria. We get full operational capacity throughout the entire landmass. So we get to do whatever we want. We'll bomb whoever we want. And it's not violating international law because we're invited to do so by the uh, legitimate government of the country. Same thing happened in Ukraine. Right. Russia's doing things above board. America's sparking revolutions, color revolution, Maidan, snipers, false flag, all secretive. And then Russia's just like, all right, send in the troops. <laughs> it's like, OK, enough of that. Enough of that. We're not going to try to out subverse you. We're not going to try to out, you know, sneakily manipulate everybody. We're not going to compete with you on that front. We're just sending in the army to stop you. You absolute ruthless deconstructionist. So there's, there's a continuity here between all of these things. And of course, Victoria Newland, Robert Kagan, I mean, their entire careers, their entire existence, it's been decade upon decade upon decade of starting ridiculous foreign wars that hugely damage the United States, that kill millions of people and cost us billions of dollars, achieve nothing, except to humiliate and ostracize us from the rest of the countries in the world, not directly under our control. And not only do they get away with it, they just do it again. They just do it again and again and again. They're celebrated for it. Nothing they've done has been successful. Nothing they've ever pursued from a nationalistic geopolitical perspective, nothing has brought a single benefit to America, and yet they're still in power. They're still supposedly respected, and they retain the ability to carry out more and more and more of these regime change programs overseas. It's infuriating. It really is. It really is. In a just world, the first time one of these war hawks gets us into one of these conflicts, the minute we realize what's happened, they should be treated like Alexei Novani. Let's go out to your calls here because I see a lot of uh, calls on this, uh, on these topics. Let's go to Andrew in Maryland. First, I think he was in uh, early. Thanks for calling in. Andrew, you're on the air. How you doing, Harrison? Good, thank you. Um, is there anything specific that we were supposed to talk about? Um, uh, I, yeah, I see you called I in about, uh, about Tucker's visit to Russia and some of the videos he's coming yeah. out with. Yeah, I, did, I couldn't believe, like, how much, how much, like, cheaper stuff was in Russia, like, like the McDonald's, the grocery stores. Um, then like the subway system, like there wasn't a homeless people around. I, I just really surprised by that. Yeah. I mean, I, you know, I have, um, I have a friend who worked for a Russian company until sanctions 
you know, f- force them to to flee Russia because their main market was America. But he would go to Russia all the time. Uh, he wouldn't go to Moscow. He'd go. I think he'd go to St. Petersburg. But basically, every time he would come back, just being like, "It is amazing. You you can't understand how incredible Russia is unless you go visit it." I mean, he he was in love with Russia because the cities are clean and nice and beautiful. And uh, yeah, that's that's actually what it's like. A bit different than. Uh, America, isn't it, Andrew? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I live in Maryland. I mean, I, I'm trying to get out of Maryland eventually. I, it's a blue state. I'm. I just. I don't think I want to move out somewhere like West Coast. Not West, West Coast, maybe like Wyoming or something. Mm-hmm. Somewhere out there, like. Also, too, uh, you, you, uh, Harrison, you were talking with Owen and uh, Alex about the uh, about Joe Biden, like being replaced. Or us trying to like uh, impeach him, maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, my opinion on that is I agree with Owen on that. After I thought about it, because um, they're gonna they want to take him out of there anyway, and also too let them get let us get more dirt on him until we become you know what I mean until the election. That's, um, yeah, no, I, I I definitely get that idea. I mean, I I just think. Whatever we can do that puts them on the defensive, I'm in favor of. So, like, even though it's the last year of the presidency and he's not really running things anyway, it's like at least make them justify their own actions. At least put the burden on them to defend themselves from an attack rather than us constantly being on the back foot and always, you know, just defending ourselves from their legalistic attacks. So I'm in favor of whatever can be done to put them on the back foot uh and also with the like getting dirt it's like how much more dirt do we need how much more dirt can there possibly be on joe biden i mean what else is there to uncover the man last week had a special counsel say in no uncertain terms in black and white in a full-fledged 100 300 page report that he committed crimes that he violated the law and then they said, but he's too stupid. So he's too stupid to be charged. So we know he's mentally incompetent. We know he's corrupt. We know he has made millions upon millions of dollars off of their corrupt activities. We know that he used his position as the vice president to, you know, wield power over Ukraine and get a prosecutor fired for the benefit of not just his son, but John Kerry's kids and uh, Nancy Pelosi's kids and Mitt Romney's kids. Like, how much more dirt could we possibly have? Is there anything that could be uncovered that would actually do damage to Joe Biden when you have a media this sycophantically dedicated to him? I mean, the man... <laughs> I don't even like talking about but the man abused his own family members to the point that they, his, it was his daughter or his niece was like, I have to take showers late at night so Joe doesn't join me. Uh, it's just, it's creepy beyond belief. So that sort of thing. It's like, oh, we need more dirt on Biden. What, what else could you possibly have? The man is everything wrong with politics in America embodied in a single vessel. And yet, it hasn't slowed him down at all, and, and he's still incredibly popular with Democrats. So I don't know. I don't know what uh, more dirt would even mean 
when you have when he is literally he is dirt. Everything about him is dirt. So I don't know how much more dirt we could possibly have. But thank you so much for the call, Andrew. I do appreciate it. And uh, I think what Tucker's doing, exposing what Russia's really like, hopefully can break through to some people and make them question what they thought we were doing in Ukraine. But let's go to Matt in Oregon because he says he has the real reason we're in Ukraine fighting Russia via proxy. Go ahead, Matt. You're on the air. Hey, Harrison. How you doing? Good, thanks. Hey, okay. So I'm not the only one that remembers this. Stu Peter talks about this a little bit. But around 2014, 2015, Putin nationalized the central bank. And the Rothschilds have been screaming mad ever since. And that's why we're in Ukraine trying to overthrow Putin. And if you doubt me... Um, Three American presidents tried to nationalize the, the central bank. Andrew Jackson survived the assassination attempt. I think the gun jammed, but Lincoln and Kennedy did not. And you look at what they did to Gaddafi in Syria. He, um, Libya, Libya, he tried yeah. to, yeah, tried to create the golden back dinar, and they took him out. And the first thing they did was confiscate the gold and re, uh, create a new central bank. That's why we're in Ukraine trying to overthrow Russia. Yeah, I didn't, uh, I, I, I didn't know that about Russia's central bank, but that's, I mean, that's always sort of a key component of these efforts to, to overthrow countries is because they don't have a central bank. I mean, you know, it, it used to be posted all the time. I haven't seen it in a while, but, you know, people post the list of countries without a central bank and it's a list of countries that America has helped to infiltrate and destroy over the last couple decades. So yeah, that's very much, I mean, that is the control mechanism. The, the, International banking system, the central banking system, the IMF, the Rothschilds. I mean, that is the control system that they're insistent everybody needs to be under. And if you're not, you get attacked. So, yeah, I, th- I think you're exactly right. So when it was 2014 that that happened? 2014, 2015, around that time frame. And you know, I, I think the Iranians don't have a IMF-controlled central bank either. Right. So if if you want to check this out, there's an article in a YouTube video um, by Mike Rivero called All Wars Are Bankers' Wars. Not mm-hmm. that I agree a lot with Michael, but that's an interesting uh, take on or explanation on how bankers control wars and create wars. Yes, that's a classic. Absolutely. Thank you very much for the call, Matt. Uh, let's go to Michael in FEMA Region 10, also has a comment on uh, Putin's Russia. Go ahead, Michael. You're on the air. Yeah, Harrison. Hey, I just first of all, I just want to tell you that I think you do a great job. Oh, thank you. And uh, um, but the, the, I think the last caller from Oregon, um, a neighbor state of ours uh, where I am, uh, is correct. It's a component of what's going on. And and I think if we look at you know the uh, the Russian Revolution or the Bolshevik Revolution in 1917, which was during World War One, that was a bankers' war. Um, you notice in the 1930s in America, FDR um, changed America to a more socialist uh, configuration. And then World War II radically transformed us, and we haven't had a constitutional war since World War II. In my opinion, the the Ukraine war is really a banker's war. Uh, we know that money is a major factor. We see Rand Paul uh, sounding off because Rand Paul's a patriot and he knows, but most people in Congress are not. This is about money flowing in. But really what they're doing is they're just killing people on both sides. They're killing 
Christians. Mm-hmm. That's what this is about. They've been killing Christians since World War One. When when the Bolshevik Revolution happened, they were doing the same thing in the United States of America. If you go into the cities and you read, uh, like uh, uh, you know, uh, uh, some of the the historical documents, uh, Saul Alinsky type stuff that was even from back then, they were undermining American culture within the cities because they had a foothold. Their competitive advantage was uh, race relations, frankly, mm. and socialism. But America was too strong because we were too, we were so Christian back then. So they knew they had to break us down in the schools and through media and movies, et cetera. And that they took out the Russians. They killed over 20 million Christian mm-hmm. Russians. Russians and Americans are very similar people. I've been to Russia. I was in Russia in 1994. I went to Moscow and, and Petrograd, St. Petersburg, which was uh, – formerly Leningrad. Mm -hmm. And the people there um, are very much like us. They're very uh, kind uh, people. They're very devout people. They're very strong people. In fact, I went in January of 94 to Moscow, and I was driving into Moscow on the bus, and there's the river. I think it's the Moscow River that goes through Moscow, and there's chunks of ice floating. I look over, and there's, there's four or five Russians swimming in the river. These are tough people. Oh, they're certainly tough. They're certainly tough people. No, that's the that's the tragedy of of war, and it and it always is. Anywhere you go in the world, you're going to find the vast majority of people are nice, decent people that you can get along with. It's uh, the leadership that has to trick us into wanting to kill these people. You're exactly right. All right, we'll be right back, folks. Hello, Americans. I want to share with you a story, a story about inflammation, the silent menace that lurks within our bodies, affecting our health and well-being. Inflammation, the root cause of countless ailments, quietly wreaking havoc over time. Long-term exposure to inflammation has been linked to a myriad of health issues, from heart disease to arthritis, even cognitive decline. But fear not, for there's a beacon of hope found in the wisdom of nature, a remedy that has stood the test of time, turmeric. And now I present to you Baudis from InfoWarsStore.com, A powerful blend crafted with precision, boasting 95% curcuminoids extracted from turmeric. It's good for your heart, your brain, everything. It is 40% off, back in stock, body's ultimate turmeric formula, InfoWarsStore.com. I'm not perfect, I'm under a lot of stress, but if I didn't have the supplements we have, we promote, I wouldn't be able to continue to be on air. And when you go to InfoWarsStore.com, you are funding the tip of the spear in the fight against the globalists in an operation that the enemy admits has been the most effective at exposing them. Because we're fearless and we don't back down. We got God on our side. But God needs to work through you. You've got to make the decision to get great products you already need at InfoWarsStore.com. And that is a 360 win. Nitric Boost, without me even knowing, became our number three bestseller. Because people loved it so much, they had such great effects, got all these natural compounds that clean out the blood, open up your arteries and veins and capillators, clean out your heart, your brain, everything. Well, we got an even better manufacturer. The other one was great, but one that's even better with even higher quality ingredients at a lower price. So I could never offer nitric boost as it costs us so much to make. And now we can offer it for 40% off. InfoWarsStore.com, nitric boost, finally back in stock. 40% off out of the gates. 
The InfoWars Live Silver Bullet Colloidal Silver has finally returned. To celebrate this powerful product's long-awaited homecoming, we're slashing $10 off the asking price, passing the savings on to you. Silver Bullet is the answer to Alex's extensive search for a powerful colloidal silver product that utilizes high-quality processes that has applications for both preparedness and regular use. Concentrated to 30 parts per million in a pure base of deionized water, this survival silver is the perfect fit for you and your family's routine and emergency supply. Colloidal silver is an amazing natural product that can assist your body's many healing processes. Do a deep dive, research the possibilities of colloidal silver yourself, and don't miss out on this limited time offer of $10 off. Try InfoWars Life Silver Bullet Colloidal Silver today. Available right now at InfoWarsStore.com. Naturally sourced from the finest hemp plants in America, Rebel Zen offers the absolute finest quality CBD available and at the lowest prices. Extracted using a cold-pressed technique to retain the molecular integrity of the cannabinoids and terpenes within the plant, this full-spectrum formula ensures that your nervous system gets the full benefits of CBD. Premium quality organic CBD like Rebel Zen has been shown to naturally reduce anxiety, relieve pain, and decrease inflammation. People have reported a reduction in symptoms of insomnia, arthritis, seizures, chronic pain, and epilepsy. Several studies have shown it helps to reduce cortisol, increase serotonin, and boost vitality. Order yours today at InfoWarsStore.com. Infowars.com forward slash show. Peeling back the layers of the day's events to reveal the core truth. War Room with Harrison Smith. All right, folks. Uh, we have a lot of other news to cover, but most of our callers have called in about Ukraine and Russia, so we'll stick with that topic for now. And on that topic, we told you yesterday about the Russia advances in Adivka, the a, a stronghold sort of on the edge of uh, Donetsk, or uh, Donbass, rather. And, you know, my interpretation of this is that Russia basically achieved what it essentially wanted to and was sort of happy where they were, wanted to have a, a peace agreement, say, we can put an end to this, you just got to allow us to administrate these provinces. You got to stop bombing them and stop trying to take them from us. So we didn't let them do that. U.S. and U.K. and other NATO allies interfered and prevented that peace agreement from coming about. And so Russia was like, all right, well, now we need a buffer zone. So now they're moving forward and advancing. And at the failure of the Ukraine counteroffensive, the Russian counter counteroffensive now has begun and they're having massive success. Story Gateway Pundit, Adivka, defenses collapse, Ukraine's evacuate in chaos before being encircled. The Russian flag flies in the same place where Zelensky took his defiant selfie. Russian forces have divided the strongly fortified Donbass city of Avdika, Avdivka in two, and they're strangling Russian troops in the southern section as they now control the main supply line while combat is ongoing in the north around the bastion of the coke plant. 
One image that surfaced yesterday is that the Russian flag has been unfurled at the Stella, the exact place where Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky took a defiant selfie picture. And there's the, the picture there. I'm not sure exactly when that picture was taken, but, you know, one of uh, one of Zelensky's propaganda coups. In the other video, you see Ukrainian service members leaving the Avdivka area. The Stella is clearly visible, and the soldiers in that video are fairly elderly, not exactly the young men you would expect to be fighting this war because I think they've all been killed already. And so now it's old men and people with Down syndrome and women that are being forced to the front. The Ukrainian brigade was urgently dispatched. We covered it yesterday. The story yesterday said Azov Battalion dispatched to Abdivka. Well, they were urgently dispatched to reinforce Abdivka's and uh, Adivka and is now completely surrounded, and the situation is critical. Azov, transferred to Adivka, is already whining that they are in their worst nightmare. The militants released a video with the description, Adivka, coke plant, 60 aerial bombs, day and night, enemy shelling from artillery and MLRS, continuous assaults on armored vehicles and imagery... Enemy infantry invasion. They use phosphorus shells, which can cause f- uh, fuel tanks to catch fire. Toxic smog threads through the, uh, spreads through the plant. Basically, what we see now is that the defense of the Ukrainian armed forces in Adivka are collapsing all around, with Russian forces having taken the 40 fortified areas. Pro Kiev Channel Deep State says it's it's that uh, says that not everyone managed to escape from the Zenit. Cherubushka base while running away. Thousands of defenders now face encirclement. The last escape routes of the Ukrainian armed forces are being cut off. Withdrawing forces from Avdivka, they've suffered heavy losses from Russian strikes, but also friendly fire and sheer loss of orientation leading to minefields. So not going well for the Ukrainians. Yet another tragedy added to the list of ones that could have been avoided by actually negotiating a peace at some point long, long ago. With that, we go back out to your phone calls. We've got uh, Joey in Vermont wants to talk about war and our money being sent to other countries. Go ahead, Joey. Hey, Mr. Smith. How you doing tonight? Good, thank you. Good, good. Um, you know, just overall, really quick, uh, you just look at um, Hawaii and you look at, like, Ohio and, you know, most people can't afford anything. And then the most recent bill was, like, $96 billion dollars cumulatively going to, you know, Israel and Ukraine. And we spend so much money on war just, like, worldwide. And, you know, people are dying left and right. And, you know, I think, like, the math was, like, you could, like, end world hunger with, like, a billion dollars not too long ago. That was, like, a U.N. number, I thought. And it just it's just insane, you know, how they just spend all of our money and then everything's, you know, in the name of our safety, and then nothing is safe. Mm. You know, like the border's wide open, the DAs don't enforce anything, and while everything, you know, becomes more and more unstable and the world becomes more poor, they just take more control, you know? It's almost like it's all on purpose. It's almost like they're deceiving us, Joey. No, you're you're exactly right. And, you know, they they it was like a year-long back and forth. They refused to give Donald Trump $5 billion to build the wall. $5 billion was beyond the pale. It was too much money. How dare he ask for that much money? We spend $5 billion, I don't even know, every couple of months dealing with the crisis that has come about because we never built the wall, never reinforced the border. So 
it's it's all ridiculously absurd. And saying these numbers, we we almost get we we just get used to hearing them. We shouldn't be used to even hearing numbers this size. I need to do an update because a couple years ago, before I was on American Journal or anything, I did a special report talking about George Soros spending eighteen billion dollars to influence American elections, and it was just called you know what can you buy with eighteen billion dollars. It's it's insane. It's like literally you can buy like every castle in Europe, every island, you know, under 10 miles wide, like every private island. You could buy all of them. You could fund space shuttles and space stations and stadiums. And like when you list out what you can buy, and that was just 18 billion. Take it up to 95 billion. I mean, Owen did a piece uh, or, or talked about this on War Room earlier this week. Where it's like, you know, the state of the art stadium in Las Vegas, a job creator, a money maker, a, a beautiful, gigantic piece of infrastructure, and it costs under two billion dollars. So just think about a hundred, the hundred biggest cities in America all having a massive infrastructure program take place there. Again, I would rather our government, you know, A, not exist, but if they have to exist, B, not take our money and spend it. But if we're going to spend our money, if they're going to take our money and uh, spend it on something, I would rather it be on something that even tangentially benefits us, even just by accident might benefit some of us by giving us a stadium or nicer roads or airports or bridges. I mean, our bridges are collapsing. Every report that comes out is like 60 plus percent of American bridges are in imminent danger of collapse. It's insane. It is insane the amount of money that we're spending on this stuff. And, uh, maybe, maybe we need to do that. Maybe we need to actually like, cause it, there's such big amounts of money. It's like impossible to even imagine what you could buy with it. But what we're buying with it is, um, eternal war and global enmity. So that's what we're purchasing. Thank you so much for the call, Joey. Uh, let's go to John in Texas. Want to talk about Russia, uh, John? Thanks for calling in. You're on the air. Oh, we only have about a, about a minute left, but uh, we'll hold you over if your if your comments take longer than that. Go ahead, John. Yeah. Hey, how's it going? Uh, I just wanted to. Uh, it's Lebanon, John. I wanted to remind everybody that me and Harrison in the past we covered these prophecies about World War Three. It's been a while, and now I think they're more relevant than ever because uh, the Muslim commander for Putin, Kadyrov. He said that after Ukraine, they're going to keep going. And, uh, I, you know, I, I personally don't look at these guys as, as uh, the bad guys or something, um, even though he said that. So uh, I bet the West had a part to play in making them come to that conclusion because they, as Putin said in the speech, you know, rejected being uh, neutral with Russia three times. So that's probably why they're, you know, saying we're just going to fight. But, uh, yeah, so after Ukraine, he said they're going to keep going. And so where would they keep going? What does that mean? Uh, well, Putin's speech, he laid it out pretty clear that um, the, the Vatican and Rome, uh, through Poland and through the fake Ukrainian church that they just made, they, they want to Catholicize and uh, incorporate uh, these Orthodox groups you know, into the Vatican. And uh, Putin is willing to fight for his co-religionists. 
So I will say, stay, stay on the line, John. We got to go to break. We'll be back in a couple minutes, and I want to pick it up there because uh, I mentioned the prophecy yesterday, but I didn't actually get into it. So let's revisit that prophecy and see how Orthodoxy and Catholicism plays in to the Ukraine conflict. Hello, Americans. I want to share with you a story, a story about inflammation, the silent menace that lurks within our bodies, affecting our health and well-being. Inflammation, the root cause of countless ailments quietly wreaking havoc over time. Long-term exposure to inflammation has been linked to a myriad of health issues, from heart disease to arthritis, even cognitive decline. But fear not, for there's a beacon of hope found in the wisdom of nature, a remedy that has stood the test of time, turmeric. And now I present to you Baudis from InfoWarsStore.com, a powerful blend crafted with precision, boasting 95% curcuminoids extracted from turmeric. It's good for your heart, your brain, everything. It is 40% off, back in stock, body's ultimate turmeric formula, InfoWarsStore.com. Our world is so full of hype. We are force-fed dehumanizing propaganda by the corporate media, by the controlled churches and the universities. And why is this the case? Because we innately, by God, have been given the keys to our own minds, our own psyches, our own souls. And by connecting to God, we can empower ourselves and transcend the, quote, fallen or sinful state. So the chemicals that we ingest and, and all the things that we try to bring into our bodies to, to, to change who we are are only lowering us. They're only making us more depressed. In the end, they're only making us less fulfilled. It is only by going within and really making that connection to God that we can truly empower ourselves. That's why the globalists bombard us with toxins and chemicals to block us getting the normal vitamins and minerals and trace elements. Our bodies need to be healthy and to be able to basically reach out beyond the third dimension. And that's where the incredible products come in at InfoWarsStore.com. Ladies and gentlemen, we're in a war against the globalist. And people can't identify who's a patriot and who isn't. We want to identify as pro-human and anti-globalist. We want to let people know we're 1776 Part 2. That's why I designed this amazing 1776 red, white, and blue Gadsden flag shirt so you can support the info war and meet like-minded people everywhere when you wear it. When you wear these shirts, it creates an amazing amount of energy, and it's quite the adventure. So get your 1776 shirt right now at InfoWarsStore.com and get your Team Humanity InfoWars limited edition shirt right now at InfoWarsStore.com. Ladies and gentlemen, this is antithetical, the complete opposite of what the globalists are pushing. So get both the Team Humanity and the 1776 Gadsden Snake shirts limited edition at InfoWarsStore.com right now. Spread the word, meet like-minded people, and fund the 1776 revolution worldwide. Please go to InfoWarsStore.com and get amazing products like Next Level Foundational Energy. I don't have time to tell you about it. Just go research it. It is incredible. Just get it and you will be amazed. And then at least you know you're funding the operation. Get a copy of my book. That keeps me on air. Signed or unsigned. Fundraiser is a signed copy. The Great Awakening. The plan to defeat the globalists and launch the next renaissance. InfoWarsStore.com or 888 253 3139. In a galaxy of endless energy needs, the power of TurboForce rises above the rest. The force that propels you to tackle your day and face the dark side of fatigue. 
TurboForce ensures you stay sharp, alert, and at the top of your game. Don't let fatigue pull you into the dark side. Be the hero of your own saga. Harness the power, feel the rush, and take control with TurboForce. Visit InfoWarsStore.com today, and may the TurboForce be with you. Infowars.com forward slash show. All right, welcome back. Ladies and gentlemen, John from Texas has called in. I mentioned the prophecy a little bit yesterday, John. Uh, but but didn't really get into it. For people who haven't heard it, just a uh, the re- very quick summation is essentially a prophecy about Turkey trying to invade or attack Greece, Russia coming in to defend their co-religionist with the Orthodox country of Greece, and essentially nuking Turkey, like going all out against Turkey, attacking Turkey savagely, and uh, basically it's it's a prophecy about how World War Three will start over. Uh, Greece and Turkey and, and a, a conflict there. And you know, I hadn't thought about that in terms of what um, Putin was talking about. But when he goes into the history and he's portraying Russia as, as many Orthodox refer to it, like the third Rome, where you had Rome and then you had uh, Constantinople, which was the capital of the Byzantine Orthodox Empire. And then you had a was a princess from uh, the Byzantium going up and moving to Moscow. And then when uh, the Byzantine Empire was destroyed in a combination by Islamic immigration and then the Catholic Crusades that came ostensibly to help the Orthodox fight the Islamics, but ended up turning on the Orthodox and like sacking Constantinople themselves. And so Constantinople fell, or uh, Turkey became Turkey. Stopping Byzantium, and so Moscow represents the new home of the Orthodox Church. But how does this play into what Putin was saying in his interview with Tucker Carlson? Right. So um, basically, he's saying he tried to make peace with NATO multiple times, uh, three times to be exact, is is the ones that he listed. And he's and basically, it sounded like uh, somebody Putin, uh, in his usual fashion giving people the chance to avoid violence by basically saying, well, I've tried diplomacy, I've tried peace, I've tried communication, and it didn't work. I've tried three times. Now I'm justified for violence. This is like a code of ethics or something because he's trying to be orthodox. You know, he himself, whatever flaws he may have, he's trying to operate under these basic rules that if you're going to, if you're going to go to war with someone, you got to try peace a couple times first. In fact, these are even rules in Islam. In the Quran, that's what it says. And you have to give them the chance before you can attack them. Violence can't just be uh, unprovoked and uh, without warning. And so these, what this, the speech represents warning. He's saying, I feel camaraderie. All of the Russians feel camaraderie with Serbia, even though it's not really you know anywhere near Russia. It's quite a distance away from Russia, and there's a lot of countries between Serbia and Russia. But nonetheless... Nonetheless, he feels sympathy for, under Bill Clinton, the breaking up of Yugoslavia leading to Kosovo and the assistance of Muslims by the United States and NATO. Uh, and there was, was a huge episode. A lot of us were little kids or possibly not even born yet. 
But basically, it was a really dark time. NATO bombed Orthodox Christians on their Easter, even writing on the missiles, Happy Easter. And they commanded Wesley Clark, who was the head general of NATO forces at that time, to bomb a Russian base. And he refused and had to be removed from his post. Hmm. And many people accredit him with averting World War III in, in those days. Nonetheless, in those days, Russia supported the Serbians. Now, this is a very controversial issue because people from Bosnia who are Muslim they hate the Serbians because they say that they were being genocided. And then the Serbians will say, well, they were genociding us back. This is one of the most controversial, uh, heated divisions uh, between brothers that you'll ever find. These are Slavic people where half are Orthodox, half are Muslim. And NATO came in 100% on the Muslim side. So all you, you know, Western, pro-Western people who are like, you know, oh, but the Muslims are the threat. No, your leaders supply and fund and radicalize the worst Muslims, okay? So you need to realize Saudi Arabia has been an ally of the United States forever. So this concept that we're going to stand against Islam in the West, no, that, that's very simple. So why is Catholic okay, but Orthodox isn't? Why is this Muslim okay, but this Muslim... See, there's a, there's a, the truth is, is that they have a plan for one world religion. All the denominations that are under their control are cool. They don't care. You're under their control, that's fine. If you're independent, you've got to be removed. So the Orthodox Church, out of Russia specifically, and other ones too, but specifically the Russian Orthodox, is protected by a strong Russian state, and it is independent. What that means is, when they go forward with their big agenda to roll out one world religion, after they rebuild the third temple and roll out the fake Messiah, the one world religion, it's the, the Pope is going to command his followers to go along with this. So is the mainstream Muslim authority, and obviously, so are the Zionists. Why am I saying obviously? Well, because it's the Zionists who are literally going to build the Third Temple and are going to roll out the fake Messiah. Pa Patriarch Kirill of the Russian Orthodox Church has said that we will fight against the Antichrist. We'll never succumb. We'll never fold into this one religion. And so they have to be, you know, they are slated for destruction or they're listed as, uh, you know, people who can't be there. So what? So Ukraine is, is the headway, the, the the tip of the spear against Russia. And the, they provoked Russia intentionally, probably to try to bog them down. I mean, they're going to fight Russia to the last Ukrainian. They don't care about Ukraine <laughs> at all. And so they've, all of Ukraine used to be Russian Orthodox. And the Orthodox people in Ukraine, they're in the exact same religion as the Russian Orthodox, to the point where they have the same bishop, or uh, Patriarch Kirill. I mean, it's literally the same exact religion. So they are uh, brothers and cousins going back for a long time. So when... Western Ukraine got taken over by Poland in the speech. Putin is talking about how the Orthodox Church is. Ah, shoot, we uh, we lost you there, John. Dang it, I was like very enthralled. <laughs> I was very enthralled in that because yeah, it's very interesting. I, I I know one thing I can say is it was so the Ukraine churches were under the authority of uh, the bishop, the Russian Orthodox Bishop Kirill, and they wanted to break away, I guess, and create their own church, which is the Ukrainian Orthodox Church. And they got permission to do that from the Metropolitan, the bishop in Istanbul, which is which is weird, which is not – he didn't have authority to give – you know, he couldn't give them the right to break away from the Russian church. It would, would have had to have been Kirill. It would have had to have been, the, the, you know, Moscow bishop – who would have to give Ukraine permission to leave. And he didn't. Instead, it was the bishop from Istanbul, kind of a, 
almost acting like a pope of orthodoxy, and orthodoxy doesn't have a singular pope. Uh, John, I understand you're back. We got cut off there. We have three minutes left, yes, though. Yes, exactly. So the, the State Department and the CIA have installed a, a bishop in a position, a prominent position in the Orthodox world, the Patriarch of Istanbul or Constantinople, but the same city, changed its name. So historically, that's where the Byzantine Empire was officiated out of. So that's supposed to be one of the most important uh, patriarchs of the entire Orthodox world. But that was like a thousand years ago. Since then, we call Moscow the Third Rome. And the Russian state was, I don't know how many years, maybe 800 years, maybe 700 years of Orthodox Christian uh, government. So that's why it, it has the title of the Third Rome. But anyway, the point is, through the State Department, through the CIA, for the plan of the Antichrist, they want to roll Orthodoxy into the Vatican system. That by 2025, they're going to declare that Orthodoxy and Catholicism have unified, and this is totally phony and totally fake. So it's very similar to how in Catholicism you have trad casts who don't really like the current movements in Catholicism, but basically the authorities are going to move on and, and create a religion, a type of Catholicism that they don't agree with, and they're just going to be, I don't know what, they're going to be in their own denomination, or they're going to, they're like, we're the real Catholics. Well, they're trying to do the same thing to the Orthodox, where the official bishops, they want them all to go with the Antichrist. And if you want to stay actually Orthodox, it's almost like you're not even going to have an official bishop, because remember in the Bible it says, even the elect will be deceived. So as you get closer to the end times, it's going to be harder and harder and harder to find a church that isn't completely taken over. And that's why you got people like Brother Nathaniel, who talks about the Russian Orthodox Church is legit because they are not going with this agenda whatsoever, and they basically come out and publicly said Russia as a state is actually going to fight in war against the Antichrist. They say this publicly, and, and so people in America don't even know this is being discussed. They are, they've, they've explained that if their co-religionists come under attack, that they're willing to go to war for that, and so that sounds to me like laying the groundwork for how they're going to continue the war against NATO. And Turkey is the weakest link. Uh, and also Turkey is occupying uh, Orthodox Christian uh, land uh, historically. Wow. Yeah. And then uh, and there's some other you know updates to this. Just a few days ago, uh, Greece um, legalized gay marriage, the first Orthodox country to do so. And then, of course, we know as as we've heard, John, we had a, a call with a with a Protestant who was very in favor of the coming Messiah, thinking it was Jesus Christ coming again, uh, which would be, for most people in the Orthodox Church, the Antichrist. So Protestants, Catholics, Jews, Muslims, all awaiting the coming of this Messiah after the building of the Third Temple, unified under a single religion, as we've discussed on this show many times. People like Alex Newman reporting on uh, actually buildings and, and the Abrahamic faith all combining into one. Fascinating stuff. Hey, let me start by saying you do a great show. Thank you. Hey, let me point out that I took X2 iodine. I started taking that stuff. The best iodine I think I ever found is what you guys are selling. When did you start taking and it? I, about four years ago, I had high blood pressure, and I was on blood pressure medicine. Mm -hmm. And I started eating a little better, but my blood pressure stayed high. And when I took X2 iodine, after about three or four weeks, I think my body detoxified of a bunch of metals and stuff that my body was storing. And my blood pressure came down to perfect level. And I tell people the only thing I did was X2 iodine. And even though I do think all your other products are good, I recommend to anybody that they start with X2 iodine because it detoxifies your body and kind of kicks your natural 
DNA in, into uh, full force. So in my in my life, I found X2 iodine the best. I tried other iodines and they didn't have the same effect. But so X2 iodine, I really wanted to point that out. Winter isn't coming. Winter is here. And while the sun isn't helping us produce as much vitamin D, do yourself a favor and try InfoWars Life Winter Sun Plus. Winter Sun Plus is a powerful vitamin D-based formula bringing you straight vitamin D3 free of toxic chemicals, allergens, preservatives, artificial colors, and GMOs. Our vitamin D3 formula supports the body's natural immune system, promotes calcium absorption for healthy bones and teeth, and helps sustain healthy tissue and systems of the body. In addition to the vitamin D, Winter Sun Plus includes vitamin K and E to enhance the formula and provide you with even more whole body support. And all these vitamins are presented in a way that is both delicious and easy to absorb. When the winters come, they come cold. So weather the storm and supplement with Winter Sun Plus at InfoWarsStore.com. The War Room. InfoWars.com forward slash show. The command center in the battle for clarity and truth. Harrison Smith invites you to the War Room. All right, folks, more calls to get to, and we have more, you know, American news to get to, but I don't know, today's show has been very uh, international in character, and so let's continue that and talk about what is happening in Armenia, because it plays directly into what we're talking about. The Orthodox, you know, Armenia is the oldest, I believe, the oldest Christian kingdom in the world. I think it's like Armenia and then maybe Ethiopia, but... uh Armenia at least lays claim to being the oldest continuous Christian nation in the world, and it has been under attack by Azerbaijan for the last couple years, but it's increasing in ferocity. And the latest is that Armenia is warning that Azerbaijan is planning a full-scale war against Armenia. This a warning from Prime Minister Nikol Pashinyan, warned Thursday, two days after a skirmish on the border left four Armenian troops dead. Tensions between the two Caucasus neighbors have remained high since Baku recaptured the Armenian-populated region of Nagorno-Karabakh last September in a lightning military offensive. Quote, our analysis shows that Azerbaijan wants to launch military action in some parts of the border with prospects of turning military escalation into a full-scale war against Armenia, the prime minister said. At a government meeting, this intention can be read in all statements and actions of Azerbaijan, he said. Yerevan is concerned that Azerbaijan, emboldened by its success in Karbakh, could invade the Armenian territory in order to create a land bridge to its enclave or exclave of Nachivan. Azerbaijani President Ilham Aliyev, who won re-election this month, said in an, in an inauguration speech Wednesday, it was Armenia, not Azerbaijan, that had outstanding territorial claims. Quote, we have no territorial claims to Armenia, and they should give up their, uh, we have no territorial claims to Armenia, and they should give up their claims. Talking to us in the language of blackmail will cost them dearly, he said. 
They previously said a peace agreement could have been signed by the end of last year, but internationally mediated peace talks have failed to yield a breakthrough. On Tuesday, both sides accused each other of opening fire on their volatile uh, volatile border. In a skirmish, Armenia said left four of its soldiers dead. So again, we've been reporting on this and um, we've had some callers talk about this, the way that these this enclave was captured by Azerbaijan and there was a campaign of ethnic cleansing that took place with the Armenian natives of that area being driven out, trapped first and then exfiltrated. And I saw somebody say something about it was Michael Knowles actually. It was Michael Knowles saying that he supports uh, Armenia as it is a Christian country and the oldest Christian country in the world and as a Christian he supports Armenia. And somebody responded to him saying, wow, you know, it shows how ignorant you are on foreign policy. You support Armenia who, and they're on the side of Iran and Russia. And you should be supporting Azerbaijan. That's progressive and on the side of Israel and America. And it's like, okay, do we not understand foreign policy or do you not understand foreign policy? Because there's, there's the real divisions and the false divisions. Of countries and which which side we're on, I'm fine being on the side of Russia. I'm kind of fine being on the side of Iran. <laughs> I don't I don't really care. They don't they haven't bothered me. They haven't messed with me. I don't have to be completely in favor of the way they treat their own citizens to understand that they're not the ones tearing my country apart. And there are some strange bedfellows in this conflict. As reported back in October, Israeli arms and drones quietly helped Azerbaijan retake Nagorno-Karabakh. Ethnic Armenians uh, were driven out of this area uh, with the help of uh, Israel. Israel has quietly fueled Azerbaijan's campaign to recapture Nagorno-Karabakh. Officials and experts say supplying powerful weapons to Azerbaijan ahead of its lightning offensive last month that brought the Armenian enclave in its territory back under its control. Israel... Uh, gave them drones and missiles just weeks before Azerbaijan launched its 24-hour assault on September 19th. Uh, Azerbaijani cargo planes repeatedly flew back and forth between Israel and Nagorno-Karabakh. So, Antichrist versus Christ. Hello, Americans. I want to share with you a story. A story about inflammation, the silent menace that lurks within our bodies, affecting our health and well-being. Inflammation, the root cause of countless ailments, quietly wreaking havoc over time. Long-term exposure to inflammation has been linked to a myriad of health issues, from heart disease to arthritis, even cognitive decline. But fear not, for there's a beacon of hope found in the wisdom of nature. A remedy that has stood the test of time, turmeric. And now I present to you Baudis from InfoWarsStore.com, a powerful blend crafted with precision, boasting 95% curcuminoids extracted from turmeric. It's good for your heart, your brain, everything. It is 40% off, back in stock, Baudis Ultimate Turmeric Formula, InfoWarsStore.com. I want him found. Now, tomorrow, not after breakfast, now. Yes, sir. Well, what? Man up and vanished like a fart in the wind. Nothing left but 
damn rocks on the windowsill. And that cupcake on the wall. What say there, fuzzy bridges? This is a conspiracy. That's what this is. One big damn conspiracy. And everyone's in on it. Unveiling the truth behind the globalist curtain. Welcome to the war room. All right. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. This is the war room. I'm your host, Harrison Smith. Infowarsstore.com is the only way that we are able to remain on the air. We try to cover these extremely fraught and difficult topics of geopolitics. Uh, geopol- Geopolitical import, InfoWarsStore.com. Try Bod Ease for the incredible power of curcuminoids, curcuminoids, turmeric supplements. Just like so many of our products, it's not some newly fabricated, you know, chemical experiment. It's nature. It's just the power of nature maximized in combination with other herbs and Things like black pepper to help increase the potency of the already extremely powerful turmeric supplement. Fantastic effects in terms of immune system and inflammation and a number of other things. Go check it out yourself. Bodies, whole body support. Whatever you do, we hope that you can do some shopping at InfoWarsStore.com. After all, we are just maniacally dedicated to trying to rescue the world from the clutches of the globalist psychopaths that want us all in digital chains. So we will dedicate ourselves to that. We will continue as long as humanly possible. But man, what we would be able to accomplish if just 5% of our viewers went to InfoWarsStore.com. You know, I... One of my favorite podcasts is called Hardcore History. At the end of each episode, that's like a four-hour episode, which is just massive, right, for a podcast. At the end of it, they say, like, if if what you heard is worth a dollar, we'd love to have it. And that's that's basically how we are. And when you think about it like that, it's like, okay, I just got four hours of entertainment. I just learned a lot. These guys put a lot of work into it. I can, I can spare a dollar. I can give them a dollar for that, right? And if enough people do it, then it makes it worth it. 10 plus hours of content a day out of InfoWars, original content covering the day's news, going back in time, talking about the history, talking about the underlying psychology, talking about the secret experiments that are going on behind the scenes, talking about the hidden technologies, the hidden histories, 10 hours a day of content, totally original, unlike anything you'll see on any other outlet, plus Band.Video, where we have all of the great content creators there coming out with stuff. All of that is brought to you by InfoWars Store. So if you enjoy us, if you enjoy that we are able to provide this level and amount of content, all we ask is that you do some shopping at InfoWarsStore.com. Even if it's just something that you would buy anyway. I mean, I'd be willing to bet everybody hearing my voice right now you probably buy toothpaste, don't you? Don't you get toothpaste at some point from somewhere? Why not get it at InfoWars? It's better quality than anything you're getting anywhere else. And, you know, it goes towards supporting us. So it's like if 
if 10 hours of content a day and all the great reports from Greg Reese and Brian Wilson and John Bowne and all the others, the special reports that we're constantly filming behind the scenes. I know Alex put one out today. You put one out yesterday. Owen put out a special report today talking about the uh, decision from the judge in New York to fine Donald Trump $350 million. I would hope that's worth a couple dollars of your hard-earned money, and we understand and respect that not everybody can afford to support this outlet, and that's why we've tried to make it as easy as possible for you to do so. We don't just – we, A, don't charge for the information. The information is free. The content is always and forever will be free. We don't have subscriptions or you know things you have to sign up for and be charged continuously. But not just that. We don't ask for donations or just ask for you to spare a couple dollars. You get a fantastic product anyway. So it, it truly is a 360 win. It is the method that has allowed us to continue under constant and relentless attack from the globalist. And we ask that if if you appreciate the hard work that we all put in and not just me, I mean – be honest with you, I do I do less hard work than a lot of the people here at InfoWars that you never see on camera, whether it's the editors or the crew working behind the scenes or the administrators keeping everything running or the people who run the store. I mean, it's a big this is a big production. This is a big information battleship that we run here. And we all work extremely hard, harder than any of anybody else in, in alternative media. I'm not joking about that. I'm not joking about that. I know people that work at other media outlets that are alternative. They have very easy jobs. Our job is not easy, we, and we we do that to ourselves. We're not lazy people, and we actually believe in what we're doing. We're actually fighting a battle for the fate of humanity in an ever more dangerous situation. So... If you appreciate that, I just hope you go to InfoWarsStore.com. I really, really appreciate it and cannot imagine a world without InfoWars, but it'll be here. We'll go away if you don't go to InfoWarsStore.com. So please, please do support us at InfoWarsStore.com and support yourself with the incredible supplements that we have. Now we're going to go back out to your phone calls. I know we have some people that have been on hold for a little while, so we'll get to a few more of you and then uh, get to some of the other news and videos that we have for you today, including some new information about the shooters in Kansas City, including the new decision from court in New York chosen to fine Donald Trump $350 million for nothing, for absolutely nothing. Just to, just to quickly cover that, Trump applied for loans, provided collateral for those loans, the banks agreed to accept the collateral as collateral for the loans, gave him the loans, he paid back the loans, and now he's being fined $350 million because they say, the the authorities decided that he inflated the price of some of his properties. Completely arbitrary, completely uh, subjective, Right? They just decided that, well, actually, Mar-a-Lago isn't worth as much as you said. Well, 
It doesn't matter. The bank thought it was worth what they said. The bank was the one entering into the agreement. You think the banks don't do their due diligence? You think the banks just accept whatever you say? Like I could get, I, like I could apply for a loan and say, yeah, my house is worth $2 million when it's not. And they're just going to go, okay. And then I'm going to get fined for that later. I mean, this is insane beyond belief. Judge finds Donald Trump more than $350 million and bans him from operating his business in New York for three years. This is tyranny. Sorry, I find it hard to give a damn about what's happening in Russia when this is open, blatant corruption, conspiracy, tyranny, oppression. This is oppression. This is an attack, a legalistic attack against the primary opposition leader in America. And and part of me wants to say it's unbelievable that Americans can't see what's happening here because it's so blatant. It's so obvious. Donald Trump is not a criminal. He's not. I mean, even the things he's being accused of. I mean, you can just go down the list. He, like, called the Georgia Secretary of State and said, what's going on with your election and he's being charged with that. He applied for a loan and provided collateral with perfectly reasonable estimations of worth. And he's now been found guilty of lying and is facing $350 million. He paid a former lover to not go public with the story of their affair. It's not illegal. Nothing about that's illegal. But we're not dealing with the issue of did Trump overvalue his property and is that worth a $350 million fine? Just like when you talk about January 6th, you're not even really talking about are unarmed protesters wandering through the Capitol really represent an insurrection – The beliefs about Trump go back to 2015 or 2016. And so what you're, what, what Democrats in this country believe is that Trump is a despicable criminal. He's violent. His followers are violent. He's a fascist. Like these lies have been layered on one on top of the other, piled one after the next. To where at this point, they don't care about the details. They don't care about whether the claims being made in the courtroom are real or not. Whether the people who are making them are compelled by a true sense of justice or whether they're corrupt political activists. They want Trump gone, and so they'll celebrate whatever method is used to get rid of him. They've decided that he's a bad guy, and so now they're perfectly willing to accept whatever decisions confirm that predisposition. It's very sad. It's very troubling for the future of our country that they can get away with this and can do this in such a blatant and transparent way. 
while simultaneously getting up in front of news cameras and lamenting the oppression of Russia. I mean, it's it's the hypocrisy, it's the corruption, it's the underhandedness, it's the manipulation of the judicial system, it's the fact that you have hundreds, if not thousands of people all cooperating to carry this out. You have the media covering and spinning what's going on in the best possible light for public consumption. It really is a overwhelming swarm that we're fighting here. And uh, it just goes on and on. Very, very, very troubling for the future of our country. Here's the statement from Trump. This election interference and tyrannical abuse of power by a crooked judge. If we can keep that up, guys, I was reading it. (laughs) If we can pull up that statement again, I would like to uh, read what Trump has to say. The election interference and tyrannical abuse of power by a crooked judge and crooked attorney general cannot be tolerated. My case was already won in appellate division and more than 80% of the frivolous claims were wiped out. Yet, as I suspect... As I suspected, and in order to hurt me and the Republican Party politically, crooked and corrupt Judge Arthur Ingeron ignored his loss at the Appellate Division and came up with an outrageous $355 million fine against me using a statute that has never been applied like this before. The corrupt judge conspired with the crooked Attorney General Letitia James and punished a liquid and beautiful corporate empire that started in New York and has been successful all around the world. Now, remember, Letitia James literally got elected because she said, I'll charge Trump with something. She was like, I'll get him. I'll put Trump on trial. They didn't have a crime yet at that point. But again, the troubling aspect of it is that enough people in America, American said our fellow American citizens thought, yeah, find the man, create the crime. Stop Trump by any means necessary. So again, I, I mean... How do you how do you wake up people that don't want to wake up? How do you get through to people with the fingers in the air in their ears saying la 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 I don't care, right? That's what we're dealing with here. Just monumentally insane. And I just pray, I just really hope, like the only hope I have at this point left is that somehow we make it through these troubled waters. Somehow there's some miracle That awakens enough Americans to see through this obvious deception that we're confronted with on a daily basis. And I just pray that by the time my kids are having kids of their own, 30, 50 years from now, I pray that people are able to see what's happening right now clearly. I just pray that in the future people will be able to look back without the the bias and the confusion of the modern media maelstrom and can see clearly what's happening. Otherwise, right, the, you know, my grandchildren will grow up reading history books that say after a failed insurrection, the tyrant Donald Trump, he attempted to overthrow the American government and then was stopped by the heroic actions of the saintly Nancy Pelosi. And then his criminal empire came crumbling down when, you know, after getting out of office, lawsuits unspooled his carefully constructed 
criminal enterprise. Like, I just pray that in the future, outside of the, the madness that's been imposed on the American people, Americans of the future will be able to look back and see this for exactly what it is because it's not that complicated. It's not that big of an issue. It's not, it's not that complicated of an issue. It's not something that is really up for debate where it's like, oh, but you know, he did do this bad thing and under justice, we should, it's like, no, what he's being accused of, he didn't do. Even if he did do it, it's not a crime. Even if it was a crime, he's being treated more harshly than murderers and people who assault cops and people who burn down buildings. So this has nothing to do with justice. This has nothing to do with the rule of law. Every, can we bring that picture up again? My God. When you look at the people that are carrying out this attack, this is a group of ugly, retarded mutants. Every one of them shamelessly corrupt, gleeful in the opportunity to misuse and abuse their power to take out a political enemy. And while we're on that, and I'm, so, I'm sorry to the college, we'll, we'll go out to you in just a second, but now that I'm on this, let's take a look at some reactions to the display put on yesterday by Fannie Willis. We showed some clips. There are even more out there that we didn't even get to yesterday. But, you know, it's just, it, it is, it's so crazy. It's this woman, Fannie Willis, who just, she was sleeping with her underling. She was stealing money to pay for his divorce lawyer. She is just provably corrupt. The evidence is overwhelming. And yet she gets up on the stand and condescends and, and acts like she's the aggrieved party. I mean, it's, it's so transparent, but again, the people that hate Trump are, are fine with this. They don't care. They wouldn't care if it was Joseph Stalin sitting there saying, I'm getting Donald Trump. They wouldn't care if it was Adolf Hitler saying, standing there saying that, or Saddam Hussein. Like, they don't care. They don't care who it is. They just want Trump gone. They don't care if they're corrupt. They don't care if they're liars. They don't care if they're just repulsive on a personal level. They don't care. Picture of uh, Willis on the on the beach at her vacation. <laughs> It's uh, Joe Biden, hard at work. So I just want to remind you that clip number eight, this is the grand jury foreman that Willis and Wade selected to indict Trump. So these, this is the type of mindset and these are the types of people that now have the essentially unlimited power to override the will of 100 million Americans and are gleefully – Abusing their power, gleefully violating the sacred obligations of the offices they hold for their own personal glee. So let's go to clip number eight. This is the grand jury foreman that the corrupt Fannie Willis chose to head up the uh, 
Trump indictment. Let's watch clip eight. Personally, want to hear from the former president. I wanted to hear from the former president, but honestly, I kind of wanted to subpoena the former president because I got to swear everybody in. And so I thought it'd be really cool to get 60 seconds with President Trump of me looking at him and being like, do you solemnly swear? And me getting to swear him in? I just, I kind of just thought that would be an awesome moment. So obviously, you know, when that clip first came out and whenever it's played, you know, people like to point to her, her weird demeanor, her creepy face, her sunken beady eyes. Like that's a lot of what people talk about. And it's obviously a, an aspect of uh, her soul sort of made manifest. But forget her body language, forget her glee. What does she just say? What factually did she just admit to? She is placed in a position of incredible power, the foreman of a grand jury, essentially given, endowed with the power of life and death over the subjects that she is to choose who to indict, you know, whether to indict. And she literally just said right there, again, if you just read, read what she said on paper, forget the video. What she just said on paper is I wanted to subpoena Trump so I could spend 60 seconds looking in his eyes. She should be disqualified. She's just sitting there going, yeah, I wanted to abuse my power for my own personal feelings. I wanted to do something fun, so I took this incredible responsibility placed on me, and I just used it to take out Trump. To get a, a moment of satisfaction where I got to order Trump around for a little bit. And nobody cares. Nobody cares. She's celebrated for this. She's a hero to the left. These are the people that feel like our, our democracy is sacred. Well, the grand jury is a key component in the construct of our democracy. And they're fine with the power endowed in that position to be abused for the childlike fantasy of this creepy goblin woman. We're screwed, folks. Hello, Americans. I want to share with you a story. A story about inflammation, the silent menace that lurks within our bodies, affecting our health and well-being. Inflammation, the root cause of countless ailments, quietly wreaking havoc over time. Long-term exposure to inflammation has been linked to a myriad of health issues, from heart disease to arthritis, even cognitive decline. But fear not, for there's a beacon of hope found in the wisdom of nature, a remedy that has stood the test of time, turmeric. And now I present to you Baudis from InfoWarsStore.com, a powerful blend crafted with precision, boasting 95% curcuminoids extracted from turmeric. It's good for your heart, your brain, everything. It is 40% off, back in stock, Bodies ultimate turmeric formula, InfoWarsStore.com. I'm not perfect, I'm under a lot of stress, but if I didn't have the supplements we have, we promote, I wouldn't be able to continue to be on air. 
And when you go to InfoWarsStore.com, you are funding the tip of the spear in the fight against the globalists in an operation that the enemy admits has been the most effective at exposing them. Because we're fearless and we don't back down. We got God on our side. But God needs to work through you. You've got to make the decision to get great products you already need at InfoWarsStore.com. And that is a 360 win. Nitric Boost, without me even knowing, became our number three bestseller because people loved it so much. They had such great effects. Got all these natural compounds to clean out the blood, open up your arteries and veins and capillators, clean out your heart, your brain, everything. Well, we got an even better manufacturer. The other one was great, but one that's even better with even higher quality ingredients at a lower price. So I could never offer Nitric Boost because it costs us so much to make. And now we can offer it for 40% off. Infowarstore.com, Nitric Boost, finally back in stock. 40% off out of the gate. Sleepless nights seem to be a lot more common these days with everything that's going on both at home and the world at large. If you are having trouble getting to that deep sleep we could all use more of, our new sleep support formula, Down and Out, is just the thing. It's our new faster-absorbing liquid formula that is specifically designed to help you get the shut-eye you deserve. Formulated to improve upon our best-selling product, Knockout, with Down and Out, now the herbs and melatonin packed inside are extracted directly into the glycerin solution. So the ingredients are already dissolved into the formula before you even take it. One of the other sleep support herbs included is the passion flower, which was traditionally used by Native Americans like the Cherokees, who used it for its relaxing qualities. Be sure to take this product when you are completely ready for sleep, because you will be down and out. Selling out now at InfoWarsStore.com. We have not had this many of our best-selling products back in stock in years because of supply chain breakdowns and all the rest of the stuff that's going on. And these are game-changing products. It's like our information's game-changing. These products are incredible. And I'm personally glad that these are now back in stock. All three of the InfoWars Platinum flagship products that have been sold out for months are now back in stock, but a very limited run because we only had a budget to get Three or 4,000 bottles of each one of these. I think we've got 4,000 bottles of the HGH Max Boost that people love so much. We've got about 4,000 bottles of 1776 Testosterone Boost that just came in. And we've got about 3,000 bottles of Pain MD, incredible natural pain reliever situation. All three of these are back in stock, and they're incredible, and they fund our operation at InfoWarsStore.com. Infowars.com forward slash show. Harrison Smith invites you to the war room, the command center in the battle for clarity and truth. All right, folks, we're going to go to a statement from Trump here. Just the so here's the here's the grand jury uh, foreman for the Fannie Willis case. Fannie Willis, of course, the corrupt whore in Florida, charging Trump for uh, making a phone call to the Georgia Secretary of State. That was public and above board. Then you've got Ingeron. And there is some, I mean, there is something to the fact that all of these people are so hideous. 
as much as we say it is like a meme, there's literally a legion of goblins working feverishly day and night to destroy Donald Trump. There's hundreds of little goblins running around America, little gremlins, little goons, hundreds of goons in DA's offices and the White House and courtrooms around America, all feverishly working to take down Donald Trump. So do we have this video? All right, this was the statement made uh, just minutes ago by Donald Trump about the election interference and then and then out to your phone calls. Uh, Tony from Texas has comment about Fannie, uh, Fannie Willis. Let's go to President Trump calling out this election interference. These are radical left Democrats. They're lunatics. And it's election interfering. So I just want to thank you for being here. Uh, we'll appeal. We'll be successful, I think, because, frankly, if we're not successful, New York State is gone. People are moving out of New York State. And because of this, they're going to move out at a much faster rate. They used a statute. It's a consumer fraud statute that's never been used for a thing like this before. They used it on me because I'm running for president. I'm beating Biden by a lot. We're beating not only the Republicans. We're beating Biden by a lot. The poll came out today. We're up 20 points on Biden. If I weren't running, none of this stuff would have ever happened. None of these lawsuits would have ever happened. Nothing would. I would have had a nice life. But I enjoy this life for a different reason. We're going to make America great again. These are corrupt people. These are people that shouldn't be allowed to do the things they do. And they're using this as weaponization against a political opponent who's up a lot in the polls and always will be because I'm competing with a man who can't put two sentences together, who doesn't know what he's doing. And we're heading into a third world war because of this guy. We have to win this election. They're doing everything possible to step in a way, but we're not going to stand for it. So there you go. That's Donald Trump's statement. He faces potentially crippling $450 million in fines. Why? Because the government decided that Mar-a-Lago was actually worth less. And again, again, it's, it's really just, it's hard. It's hard to explain how far from reality any of this is. He offered Mar-a-Lago as, as collateral for a loan. And the bank accepted it, and he paid off the loan. There was, there's never, there's no issue here. The government didn't have to be involved. Nothing would have ever happened. He didn't screw anybody over. Nobody's been hurt by him. He hasn't robbed anybody. He took out a loan. He paid off the loan. They come in and decided actually the collateral you use for that loan is worth a comically small amount. And the redhead libertarian at TRHL official on X broke this down, saying agents of the state claimed Mar-a-Lago was worth eighteen million dollars. Eighteen million dollars. Okay. Just let me break down for you exactly how retarded this is. Mar-a-Lago was built for seven million dollars a hundred years ago, which is equivalent to one hundred and twenty-two million dollars today. Since then it's been updated, maintained, and appreciated. The appreciation factors include location, supply and demand, condition, updates, etc. Appraisers often use cost comparison to appraise properties. What is that? Well, a five bedroom, six bathroom. 13,000-foot-squared oceanfront home in Palm Beach Gardens recently sold for $20 million. 2.4 acres of oceanfront property in Palm Beach Gardens sold for $18,500,000 uh, $18 
So, again, just just to reiterate, they claim that Mar-a-Lago was worth about as much as a five-bedroom, six-bathroom house in Palm Beach Gardens where it's located. Mar-a-Lago has 58 bedrooms and 33 bathrooms. It's 62,000 feet, square feet, and on 17 acres of land. Do you see how retarded this is? Do you see how evil the state can be when it wants to shut someone up? The furniture alone in Mar-a-Lago is worth more than $18 million. So Again, they, they just claimed, they just decided it was worth $18 million. They decided a house with 58 bedrooms and 33 bathrooms was worth less than a house in the exact same neighborhood on no land with five bedrooms and six bathrooms. They made that absurd, ridiculous, arbitrary decision, and now they've charged Trump a fine of four, three to four hundred fifty million dollars because of their asinine interpretation of the cost of Mar-a-Lago. Mindless beyond description. Tony in Texas, you called in line five about uh, Fannie Willis. Thank you so much for uh, holding for us. Go ahead. First of all, why would you insult goblins like that? If a goblin was going north, she'd be the south end of that goblin. She is butt ugly. <laughs> You're right. My apologies to uh, anybody, any goblins listening right now to compare you with well, Fanny Willis. It's, it's an insult. Well, thank you. I appreciate that because the goblins feel a lot better about themselves now. Okay. Uh, what I called in about, I just want to tell people just how intelligent Fanny Willis is. She gets on national TV, right, uh-huh. and tells the whole country that she piles up cash at her house, and then she throws her father under the bus and says the same things. Well, isn't that kind of retarded? Because if I was a criminal <laughs> watching, whose house would I be headed to right now? And if she had any intelligence, she would have said, well, you know, I keep all my petty cash in the safe deposit box at the bank, not I pile it up at my house. Yeah, I don't even have a security system. No, you're exactly right. And, and you see, you see, her dad. Her dad was like, was like, uh, it's it's a black thing. All black people keep thousands of dollars at their house. He blamed it on race. It was, it was racism to, to talk about this. <laughs> oh, this woman's crazy. But hey, if you got a second, I'd like to speak on why they keep our military on the other side of the world. Please. Okay. Here, oh, first of all, let me let me say this is going to sound a little crazy, but the Alamo is still surrounded by the Mexican army. And with that said, mm. see, they play to keep the the majority of our military halfway around the world fighting over there, over there, you know, mm-hmm. over there game, over there, the boogeyman over there. Don't pay attention to our southern border because the last thirty years they've been bringing in a massive foreign military through our southern border, right? Yep. Yeah, they sure have. Okay, they don't want you to pay attention to that. The only difference in 30 years ago is half a million a year. Now it's four million a year. They they fast-tracked it, they, and they're bringing them in as fast as they can. And here here's the deal. The reason why I'm talking about the Alamo, the majority of them are staying in Texas. A big majority of these uh, foreign armies staying in Texas because here's the deal. The globalists know if you take down Texas hard, the other states will fold. Yep. See, they, they, the, the globalists consider us Gaza, Texas, and mm-hmm. they're going to treat us like that. They just don't come in and slaughter us with their foreign army. 
I think you're exactly right. I mean, if if Texas goes, the rest of America goes. I mean, we're, we still represent a bulwark. But you're exactly right. And even, I mean, without counting the illegal immigrants that you know don't uh, contribute to the number, Hispanics outnumber uh, Americans in uh, or white people in Texas already. No, you're exactly right, Tony. What a what a great call. Uh, thank you so much for holding, and I hope you call back again because I'm gonna I'm gonna remember Tony from Texas. Thank you so much for the for the call. Uh, we're going to do our final segment on the other side and uh, clear the phone lines. We've got Bart, Ariel, Ahmed, Clown Car, and Mr. Process. We'll get to as many of you as possible in order that your call was received. So stay tuned. Please, folks, go to InfoWarsStore.com. You see what's happening to Trump. We've been through this exact same meat grinder. They're just doing the Alex Jones program on Donald Trump now. We've survived because of InfoWarsStore.com and your support. Hello, Americans. I want to share with you a story. A story about inflammation, the silent menace that lurks within our bodies, affecting our health and well-being. Inflammation, the root cause of countless ailments, quietly wreaking havoc over time. Long-term exposure to inflammation has been linked to a myriad of health issues, from heart disease to arthritis, even cognitive decline. But fear not, for there's a beacon of hope found in the wisdom of nature. A remedy that has stood the test of time, turmeric. And now I present to you Baudis from InfoWarsStore.com, a powerful blend crafted with precision, boasting 95% curcuminoids extracted from turmeric. It's good for your heart, your brain, everything. It is 40% off, back in stock, Baudis Ultimate Turmeric Formula, InfoWarsStore.com. Why do you think the globalists are desperately trying to censor everybody? Why are they attacking myself and Donald Trump and Elon Musk and everybody else? Because they can't get through this giant megalomaniacal power grab if we're here exposing them. But we're not just exposing their operation. In my new book, we give you the solutions to build a new, better world, an alternative to Klaus Schwab's You Will Eat the Bugs. This is the Great Awakening. The plan to defeat the globalist and launch the second great renaissance. It's a companion to my last book that was a number one worldwide bestseller. And this book is even thicker and even more powerful. Get your copy of The Great Awakening today at InfoWarsStore.com. Either signed as a fundraiser, and I thank you for the support, or unsigned. But whatever you do, take action now. We're fighting for you, but we can't keep on if you don't support us. So please, get the historic book now. Go now to InfoWarsStore.com and get The Great Awakening. The Great Awakening at InfoWarsStore. Ladies and gentlemen, we're in a war against the globalist, and people can't identify who's a patriot and who isn't. We want to identify as pro-human and anti-globalist. We want to let people know we're 1776 Part 2. That's why I designed this amazing 1776 red, white, and blue Gadsden flag shirt so you can support the info war and meet like-minded people everywhere when you wear it. When you wear these shirts, it creates an amazing amount of energy, and it's quite the adventure. So get your 1776 shirt right now at InfoWarsStore.com and get your Team Humanity InfoWars limited edition shirt right now at InfoWarsStore.com. Ladies and gentlemen, this is antithetical, the complete opposite of what the globalists are pushing. So get both the Team Humanity and the 1776 Gadsden Snake shirts limited edition at InfoWarsStore.com right now. Spread the word, meet like-minded people, and fund the 1776 revolution worldwide. I'm a humble person, and I want to say that I'm just a man. 
but I'm not just a man. Just like you, no matter what color you are, whether you're a man or a woman, you were made by the creator of the universe who had a plan for you, who has a destiny for you. That's why the system hates you and fears you, and that's why they hate me. It's because the spirit I carry is one of justice and truth and courage and honor and will and love. My friends, the enemy's coming after me, not because I'm a loser, but because I'm a winner. They're coming after you, not because you're a bad person, because you're a good person, because you love God and God loves you. And so I signed up for this. I signed up for this fight. And I'm not a victim. I'm an overcomer. But I can't fight this fight without you. That's why I want you always to remember that I appreciate you and I thank you because InfoWars is your fight. InfoWars is your baby. It's the thing you built. We did this together. So God bless you all. Let's keep fighting. The War Room. InfoWars.com forward slash show. All right, folks, directly out to your phone calls now. Final segment of The War Room for this week. Thanks so much for being here with us. Please do share the links, InfoWars.com, InfoWarsStore.com, Band.Video. Share the links on Rumble, on X, whatever you can do. We really do appreciate it. Honestly, very, very uh, few things in my life makes me uh, happier than seeing when people clip parts of the show that are poignant or impactful for them and upload it for themselves. That is uh, the best compliment we can receive. So thank you to everybody who... Goes to Bandai Video, downloads the video, cuts it up, gets it out. Sometimes these videos get hundreds of thousands, if not millions of views. So that's how you win the info war. Bart in Georgia has called in about the Ukraine war. Thank you for calling. Thank you for holding, Bart. You're on the air. Yes, yeah, sir. I listened to the whole interview with Tucker Carlson and, and Putin. The most important thing Putin said was basically a message to the West and NATO, etc. Stop supplying arms. This war will end in two or three weeks. I mean, that that's just epic. And then secondly, all this money that this our country alone has spent on war, that we could buy every single American a three- or four-bedroom house with a swimming pool with that money. Yep. Clear. And that's, and that's just the money on war, Bart, right? I mean, you're not even counting yeah. what we spend on illegal immigrants, what we spend on like l- lawyers that we supply for people that get arrested 30 times in their lives, right? Every time every time you see some horrific murder and it's like the person has a rap sheet a mile long. They've been charged with 35 felonies in their life. And you just think like, all right, so every time they get charged with a felony, that's hours of work of the lawyer. We provide them, the prosecutor that has to work on it. Usually they, you know, end up doing a plea agreement, but if it goes to court then that's the judge and the facilities and i mean the amount of money just wasted on a daily basis in america your money my money that's wasted it is uh despicable and war is probably the biggest expenditure of all of that you're exactly right bart thank you for taking my call and everybody please go to bart fine on rumble and bit you and watch alex jones and of course your show and enforce podcast say, say it again say it again but hold on don't go uh what's the rumble account it, it, it's bart fine f-i-n-e and I, I put up the alex jones show every day and as and, and other podcasts such as yours and the war room etc and i also put up on bitch and i'm banned on youtube but you used to be the general shepherd but i, I just can't oh. make a run on there anymore 
I, I remember General. I remember General Shepard. Well, Bart no, Fine no. on Rumble. Thank you very. I, I salute you, Bart, for the hard work you do for the Info War. Fantastic. Love to see it. Bart Fine, one word on. Uh, oh, and you got a picture with Owen there. Awesome. So there you go. Support your fellow Info Warriors, folks. Let's go now to uh, and thank you so much for the call, Bart. I, I really do appreciate it. Let's go to Ariel in Oregon. Uh, thank you for holding, Ariel. Appreciate that. Uh, you're on the air about uh, the USD, the U.S. dollar. Yeah, hi, Harrison. Thank you so much for talking with me today. I was hoping we could dialogue about a few things. Go ahead. Thanks for calling in. So, first of all, um, I've spent maybe the last 10 or 15 years thinking about how to stabilize the USD, and I'm of the current opinion that the um, the global issue regarding carbon is not just about reducing the global population, but it's also uh, to, it was, I think, like a flag to sort of signal what BRICS is doing, which is to try and divorce the USD from the petrodollar. Mm. So the issue of carbon has to do with the stability of the USD and the meaning and global trade of the USD. Right. So yeah, that's, yeah, that's a, a good observation. Thank you. I've been spending time with some somebody with diplomatic immunity who is involved in nanotechnology, and there is a there are some emerging technologies that are able to take raw minerals and reorganize them so that they can be repurposed and digitized so that they can be traced. Okay, that's so, troubling. So. Well, it's not necessarily troubling because it can be useful. The problem that I see is they want to put USD attached, like in China, to social credit scores. So this means that metadata, while it is being used in this sort of gray area right now, if metadata were to be the primary use and purpose of the USD's anchor, and what I mean by anchor is, it's no longer petrol, so if it's human beings and human activity mm-hmm. because of a carbon footprint or whatever, um, if, if tracking human beings and their activity to manipulate their behavior becomes the primary uh, objective of the USD, we're missing an entire opportunity here. We know that China is doing that, and we know that the World Economic Forum supports this, but I think that if the United States leads by tracing the open market on the nano level of uh, real tangible assets rather than human activity, we can have a greater impact on global trade and we can also have a greater impact on lowering the carbon footprint because we are not just looking at the human impact, but we're looking at the impact of transportation and real goods. How does how does that work now that so much of our economy is like is digital? I mean, God only knows how much people pay for things that don't have a tangible uh, manifestation. How would that work with uh, with you know buying games, you know, digital games or downloads or apps, things like that? Well, that is a huge part of the economy. But if you watch, you know, this easy Netflix series. Uh, about, like, this crime operation. I can't remember what it's called. It's about these people in Chicago, and they go get involved in, the, in like, the, the illegal drug trade. Well, mm-hmm. one of the things said in that show was that 
the hugest part of the American economy is the illicit economy. So while we do have the illicit economy, which is a very important part of what's going on, we also have the illicit economy. And if you destabilize that by removing paper currency, you're going to have an outright war. Mm. I think the best way to deal with that problem is to appeal to the positive aspects of stabilizing the USD paper currency by realizing that international trade, if we put prioritize our own countrymen and the use of the USD, then that will also help to stabilize the underground economy. Well, and, and obviously, you know, we've, People have said for years that we, but we're not, we're not the first one to say it. You know, Ron Paul is major champion talking about how it, it is the monetary system and the Federal Reserve that is the head of the snake, essentially. So what, what you're talking about is really getting to the core of so many issues and undercutting their ability to manipulate us with the uh, monetary system. Uh, very, very interesting stuff, Ariel. Is there somewhere we can find out more about this? Uh, well, actually, at this time, I don't think we're ready to go public, but we've been reaching out to I, – I messaged Roger Stone. Uh, my associate would like to contact Donald Trump. I believe that they had a conversation already, but um, I am confident that this contact is worth talking with. Um, he's a relative of Benjamin Franklin, not that that matters, but he is somebody who is uh, very connected and – uh, he also does not want there to be a social credit score system. So, you know, I'll totally back his play. Absolutely. I, I wonder if uh, it sounds like something Vivek Ramaswamy would uh, would want to hear about. So maybe maybe reaching oh, out yeah. to him, too. Well, thank you very okay, much. Uh, for I, that. I will. Thank you. Well, thank you very much. That was uh, that's very interesting. And, and that's what we need. You know, uh, we get up here and talk about a lot of problems. But uh, I, we love hearing solutions from our callers. We'll quickly go to Ahmed, Ahmed in uh, Ahmed in New York. Uh, we only have about a minute left here, Ahmed, but you have a comment about uh, the Super Bowl. Uh, quickly, go ahead. To get on my George Salente and talk about Daddy's little boy, you know, the one that corrupts NYC, Lucian Grange, his son, Elliot Grange, which owns Ice Spice, Blaze, whose artist George Soros' artist, which is Taylor Swift, right next to her at the Super Bowl. And they're running a PSYOP using Black America. And how they do it is through Rock Nation and Rockefeller Records, which was now Rock Nation, using Jay-Z and Beyonce. And ultimately, that's what they're doing. And they're using New York City uh, to basically do the devil's bidding. And it's so funny about Daddy's little boy, uh, Annie Willis, Mr. Fanny Willis, whatever your name is, you'll never call out Jay-Z for using Black America. But you want to talk about bringing racial problems inside your trials and whatever it is. My friend, Jay-Z and those people that set up the Super Bowl, are that's the reason, like, why you have enemies, why Alex Jones has enemies, why we have enemies. They hate us. They're going to do all of this Roman or uh, Catholic church nonsense and uh, the Roman Empire on us. And that's no, what I, it is. I mean, everybody... you're right. Uh, from from you know, just the name of the label Rockefeller to the satanic symbols that are everywhere. Jay Z is like very open. His whole thing is like I'm Illuminati. They're so deep into it, and they are the ones that organize the halftime show and the Oscars and all these other things. So you're definitely onto something there, Ahmed. All right, thank you everybody for being here with us. We'll see you back here Monday morning. Stay tuned. Hello, Americans. I want to share with you a story. A story about inflammation, the silent menace that lurks within our bodies, affecting our health and well-being. 
inflammation, the root cause of countless ailments, quietly wreaking havoc over time. Long-term exposure to inflammation has been linked to a myriad of health issues, from heart disease to arthritis, even cognitive decline. But fear not, for there's a beacon of hope found in the wisdom of nature, a remedy that has stood the test of time, turmeric. And now I present to you Baudis from InfoWarsStore.com, a powerful blend crafted with precision, boasting 95% curcuminoids extracted from turmeric. It's good for your heart, your brain, everything. It is 40% off, back in stock, Baudis Ultimate Turmeric Formula, InfoWarsStore.com. Winter isn't coming. Winter is here. And while the sun isn't helping us produce as much vitamin D, do yourself a favor and try InfoWars Life Winter Sun Plus. Winter Sun Plus is a powerful vitamin D-based formula bringing you straight vitamin D3 free of toxic chemicals, allergens, preservatives, artificial colors, and GMOs. Our vitamin D3 formula supports the body's natural immune system, promotes calcium absorption for healthy bones and teeth, and helps sustain healthy tissue and systems of the body. In addition to the vitamin D, Winter Sun Plus includes vitamin K and E to enhance the formula and provide you with even more whole body support. And all these vitamins are presented in a way that is both delicious and easy to absorb. When the winters come, they come cold. So weather the storm and supplement with Winter Sun Plus at InfoWarsStore.com. The War Room. InfoWars.com forward slash show.